0: 6 o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Aylesbury woman served notice on her tenancy because she's pregnant, Bedford prison officers jailed for passing on sex offender details and Luton and Dunstable Hospital to outsource its catering.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. Bianca is due to give birth in eight weeks but has been served notice to leave the private rented house that she shares with eight other people and her boyfriend. The landlord doesn't allow children in the house so they have to move out on Tuesday. Bianca has been waiting to be housed by Aylesbury Vale District Council but says the anxiety is taking its toll
2: very stressful, like, constantly back and forth, ringing them, ringing them again, them being on holiday, not getting back to me and everything. It's, it is is stressful. You feel urgency because, obviously, you're so close. You want to get things ready. We've got, obviously, where we are now, none of the furniture is ours, so we need that time to get, get a bed, get a sofa, get everything like that before the baby comes, so... <laughs>
0: Well, Ellsbury Vale District Council say they will make temporary accommodation available to her if required and they are exploring alternative housing options. Bedford Road is closed this morning because of a serious road traffic incident overnight. Police were called at 10 past midnight to a collision between two vehicles on the road also known as the old A421. Emergency services are currently in attendance. The road is closed between Brogborough and Marston-Mortane. Mortain. is likely to remain closed for several hours. David Cameron is visiting Warsaw and Berlin as he rounds off his two-day tour of European capitals to argue the case for changes to the EU. The Prime Minister is trying to win support for his plans before detailed negotiations start at a summit next month. Two officers from Bedford Prison have been jailed after passing on details of sex offenders to other prisoners. Luton Crown Court heard that the pair who worked at the gym looked up details of inmates' crimes on the computer and passed on the information. Jane Killick reports.
1: Daniel Gorick from Flittick, who's 36, and James Stride from Northamptonshire, who's 30, both pleaded guilty to misconduct in a public office and were jailed for 20 months. Judge Richard Foster said it was a grave dereliction of their duties. He said many inmates are violent and it's well known that sex offenders are vulnerable and could have been assaulted.
0: The healthcare Workers Union claims Luton and Dunstable Hospital are taking a huge step backwards by outsourcing its catering services. It means meals, they were prepared by chefs on site, will now be provided by a private company and heated up. Unison say it will lead to a reduction in quality. These patients at the hospital are pleased. With the current standard of food,
3: very good. You couldn't fault it. Plenty of it as well. Quite nice, and it uh, it stayed warm. It wasn't like mank, but it was it was good. Believe it or not, she ate every single mouthful. She <laughs> leaves some at mine at home.
4: Probably wouldn't be very happy. Wouldn't be as good. I wouldn't have thought if it had to be brought in and reheated. I've been here many years by many operations and never had bad treatment. I wouldn't have a bad word to say about Luton and Dunstable.
0: And the weather forecast this morning will start off dry but there'll be showers of rain later. The rain will turn heavy at times and will be accompanied by a strong and gusty winds. Highs of 15 Celsius, 59 in Fahrenheit. Get the latest news online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
5: Morning Friday, Friday, Friday. And do you know what I fancy eating? Chip shop chips with a pickled egg. We've been arguing about pickled eggs. I'm the only one here that likes a good pickled egg. Oh, I love pickled egg. Can't have too many, makes you very gaseous. I don't know if it's the pickle or the egg. Either way, oish. Daly surprises me. He don't like a pickled egg. He like the mushy peas. He don't like a pickled egg. We're going to be hearing a lot from Daly this morning, possibly too much. He has found a ghostly evidence. I'd love to believe in ghosts, but um, I believe in science. To quote They Might Be Giants, science is real. Oh, and there's loads of other bits and pieces, and all the music today is coming from
1: records. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This
6: is BBC Three Counties. Kelly!
5: Good to have you back.
7: Thank you. Good L- to be back. Later on, Yes. can we play your Adele
5: competition? Yes. Is that OK? Mm-hmm. Thank you, mate. Look forward to it. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers. The why, Oh, I can't
8: say I have to let you go,
9: baby,
8: And right away stay
9: on, and I'll probably feel a whole lot better when you're gone,
8: baby, for a long time, baby, for a long time, you had me believe.
5: Okay, So, I've just tweeted the picture of... of <laughs> just, I hadn't seen it in um, that much detail. Uh, there is... Where do we get this photo from, Catherine? Which photo? The photo of the Ev, the ghostly Ev.
10: Oh, it was in one of the local papers.
5: Right, OK. But
10: I think this has been given to us by the uh, actual participant.
5: OK, so Justin Dealey, um, at Justin Dealy, at Ian Lee, we've both tweeted the photo of um, a woman lying on a sofa and there is um, a spectral presence nearby Hmm. so we're gonna, Justin's gonna investigate that. I think Justin should investigate the phone of the person who took that photo to see if they've got ghost app on there because I'm sure I've also got that ghost in my house.
10: I'm when sure I could also have I'm that ghost in my house if I downloaded the appropriate software. I'm,
5: I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure.
10: 08459
5: 455. double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, yesterday, uh, we were contacted by one of our listeners, Jane, who told us her friend was heavily pregnant and facing eviction. Well, the friend's name is Bianca Stacey. Two first names. I like it she and her partner have been told their tenancy won't be renewed as children aren't allowed in the house they currently share with eight other people here's what she told our reporter simon watts I
2: live in ellsbury with my partner jason we need to move out of our address at the moment due to tenancy running out and can't be renewed we're stuck um spoken to the council we can't afford to private rent so we've obviously gone to them for a little bit of help it's taken nearly four months and we're getting nowhere we've had one meeting, me giving them a load of phone calls just to be told they'll, they'll get back to me.
3: They're obviously under pressure to find housing for people, but the, the clock is ticking for you because you're you're how far from giving birth now?
2: Uh, eight weeks, hopefully, if he hangs on that long.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a stressful time for you, obviously, as you know, parents-to-be. You, you don't need that sort of hassle.
2: It is um, very stressful, like, constantly back and forth, ringing them, ringing them again, them being on holiday... Not getting back to me and everything, it's, it is is stressful. You feel urgency because, obviously, you're so close. You want to get things ready. We've got, obviously, where we are now, none of the furniture is ours. So we need that time to get, get a bed, get a sofa, get everything like that before the baby comes. So.
3: And for you as well, I mean, it, it's, it's not been a smooth ride to get to this point as well. The baby obviously could come any time from now, really.
2: I've had three hospital stays already. They nearly had to deliver him four weeks ago. So just hanging on.
3: And as things stand, the property that you're in at the moment, it's a private rental, but you have to be out of here by Tuesday, the 2nd of June, yep. is that
2: right? There's, yeah, there's currently eight people here, including us two. I do struggle here. Um, I have big anxiety issues and I can't leave the bedroom on my own. I have to have Jason with me. So when he goes to work, then I have to make sure I've got a drink here. I've got something to eat here because I can't, I can't go anywhere without him.
3: And so if there's anything that you could, could ask for right now what do you want?
2: Even one bedroom flat would be fine for now just to get started get a step up anything.
3: And when Tuesday comes if the council haven't found anywhere for you what are you going to do?
2: Find a sofa friend's sofa floor something and then I don't know really.
11: What videos have you
9: got?
11: Ooh, fish fingers.
12: That's old news. It's a great hole. I think it's just gone politically
11: correct.
5: You know who my new hero is? You know the guy that I look up to? It's a guy, Kelly Bet, so it's not you. Well, you wouldn't look up to her anyway. Who I couldn't. I couldn't look up to her unless I'd fallen down a well.
7: And I was standing on a chair.
5: Yes! That's it! That's it, yes. The guy I look up to more than any guy in the world, he's got beautiful women.
10: Ron Jeremy. He's got loads of money. Stringy.
5: And he's got. Balls the size of, um, I'm thinking of a big thing. I've just said said that. I'm not sort of aware that's going to... He's got balls the size of Luton. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only Mr. Sepp Blatter. He's a legend, isn't he? He doesn't give a
10: stuff. He's a chancer.
5: He's, a, he's had it. the chances paying, a chance in a million. Let like this morning, guys, down the rabbit hole, welcome. Only till 7 o'clock, then we come out and we do a proper show for the boring pay poll. You guys, are the real, you guys are the real people that we do this for. Every, the last two hours uh, is con- contractual. This is what it's all about.
10: Hang on, some of the boring people listen again?
5: This morning, uh, and we can get daily out on this, I want to celebrate the first hour of the show. I want to celebrate the magic. Hats off to, let's all salute, Sepp Blatter. Even his name is just like random letters. <laughs> it's like someone got some Scrabble tiles, tossed them in the air and went, Sepp Blatter. That's what we'll call the baby. He's a legend, isn't he? Have you seen the hottie? He's with he's with a hottie, all of his white. I mean, he's look at look at that, look at that. That's his girlfriend. She's got red fishnets on. She's got red fishies on. That's his girlfriend. That's the coolest thing ever. Every man's dream is a brassy, chunky woman with red fishies on, and she's got them, and he's got them. This morning, guys, we are celebrating. And I want Daly out on this because this is going to be the easiest fox this guy's ever done. Today, we are celebrating the legend, the player, Mr. Sepp Blatter.
6: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
1: BBC
13: Three Counties Radio. In Brogborough on Bedford Road, that's the old A421 that's been closed in both directions between Highfield Crescent at Brogborough and Beancroft Road at Marston Mortain because of a lorry fire. In Milton Keynes it's still looking quiet on the speed sensors but standing way at the Kingston Roundabout has road work so expect delays there. And in High Wycombe on Eastern Street there's resurfacing work going on at the High Street so expect delays there as well when it starts to get busier. No problems reported so far on the motorways, the M25 looks like it's moving fine. And on the trains no reports of any problems but on the Underground, the Victoria Line has severe delays because of a problem earlier on at
5: Brixton. Yeah, I know you can.
13: Samantha,
5: the Sorry, Samantha. The C- Catherine spoke to me. I've got my <laughs> microphones open. I know it's open.
13: I can hear. I can hear you typing. Yeah, I know you can. That's what she That's said. Too. I know you can.
5: I was. I'm type. I'm sending a tweet to Seth Blatter asking him to come on the show this morning. Sam Sammy, what would you like to? What we're going to do is we're going to record all of the tributes to Seth Blatter. He's having a tough time, um, oh. and we're going to send them to him. So, what would you like yeah. to say to Seth Blatter?
13: Do you like custard?
5: custard i mean really what the
13: What? Well, it's i think that just the thought who doesn't
5: who doesn't like custard exactly. i tell you what custard i like you
13: said butter doesn't like custard
5: i tell you what custard i don't like but no hang on let me let me rephrase that i tell you what custard i really like i don't think you can get it anymore i think they banned it they banned ice magic didn't they which what? was yeah they is. did they banned ice magic which was the chocolate you squirted on your ice cream and it'll go hard no that's... i
13: bought it is it called they call Ice it monster Magic now? Yeah. They call it Monster Monster Crackling Chocolate. Right. Well,
5: I'm sure Ice, I'm Magic, Ice Magic they 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 banned because it was carcinogenic. What? Or they changed the ingredient. Or well, maybe they changed the ingredient. They changed the ingredient. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking. That's not what we are here to talk about today, Samantha. Yeah. The custard that I think the custard. they Sorry. That's not custard. No, I know it's not custard. I'm getting to the custard bit. Oh, you're so frustrating. (laughs) The bit, the the custard that I think they've banned, and you'll be able to tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, dear listener, because it's carcinogenic. Chocolate custard.
14: (laughs) What? Didn't
5: they ban chocolate custard because it killed babies? Or something? You tell me my mum was lying to me then when Um, we stopped getting chocolate custard. Sammy? I've never had chocolate custard. Oh, it's a dirty, dirty pleasure. Chocolate. I was told they banned chocolate custard cos it killed people.
10: Did she also tell you that the ice cream man only plays a tune when he's run out?
5: Oh, Mum! Flippin' heck. Now we're late for the news for her as well. Uh, These are your news headlines on Friday. A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. And David Cameron is visiting Poland. I only want to help you, Poland. And Germany, as part of his tour of Europe to argue the case for changes to the EU. Detailed negotiations are due to begin next month. He's on a jolly.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. Every weekday
15: from three. Local stories. People in Watford are being urged to celebrate their local heroes by creating a postcard in their honour. In other local news, rugby fans are being warned to watch out for fake World Cup tickets. Roberto Peroni. Now, a metal detectorist has discovered an archaeological find in a field near Royston in Harvature. Taxi drivers in Luton are demanding to be allowed to drive in bus lanes at all times. There is to be a new station at the Leighton Buzzard Narrow Gauge Railway.
1: Roberto Peroni. Give me type from three on BBC Three counties radio. Kath,
5: you need to get in here, otherwise, it's going to be all of my records that get played. Oh!
16: Oh! <laughs> Naughty,
5: a bit, but fun. So much fun.
8: I
16: tell them right away now. What's the matter, buddy? Ain't you heard of
8: my school? It's number one in the state. Hey,
9: hey, take it away. Let's go find school.
5: Blue one. Okay. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> Shut up. I'm see- seeing the Beach Boys on Sunday, uh, Just. I know you are, boss. Incredible. Got the meet and greet package. <sighs> 150 quid extra. Yeah. Can't do the meet and greet, mate. I'm
11: working. <laughs>
5: what the? Whoa, 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 whoa brother? What's that laugh for? You know why I'm
11: laughing? Because you've got something tucked up your sleeve, so that meet and greet doesn't well, matter anymore. Well, uh,
5: yeah, I'm hoping that that might be happening Sunday. I don't I don't know if it's definitely on, but we'll see. But the meet and greet, you get to go to a sound check, yeah. and you get to be part of a QA and a and you are assigned a laminated backstage pass. See, a lot of people say
11: you're an absolute idiot for paying £150. If you no, Hang on, but if you're a big fan, and that means a lot to you, yep, yep. who is anybody to say, well, that's a way. The money. I think it's. I think it's good.
5: I think that's good money. Yeah. I think it's good money. I love the Beach Boys. Let's be, You know, they're not gonna be around forever. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just tweeting Sepp Blatter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
11: can you can you take that to the streets, just? I've already taken it to the street. He's streets, a geezer, sir. isn't he? He is. John. A moment ago, I said uh, to him, I said, John, yeah. I said, Sepp Blatter, uh, we are celebrating him today. He went, what well, that idiot? I said, oh, no, no, no. Hang on no. a second. Look at his lady in fishies. Okay. He's got loads of money and he's just carrying on regardless. And he went, oh. Yeah, see your point. Legend, He's
10: legend. What, him, Berlusconi, you appreciate that, do you? Player,
17: way?
11: player, <laughs> player. He is an absolute player. He's
10: a legend, isn't he? He's an absolute he, something. And he just, you know
5: what, let's be honest, he's probably taken a few quid here and there. Who hasn't? Who wouldn't? If um, someone
10: came up... What? That's not been proven.
5: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, probably. Probably is the word you can say and it gets you out of... If it went to no, court... No, allegedly... Oh, blimey!
10: And even that doesn't work.
5: <laughs> anyway, uh, let's celebrate in this hour. 08459 455 555. Uh, we're going to big up the big man, mm. Seb. In fact, you know what? I might go home after the show today, impregnate my wife, we'll probably have another boy because I think I've got a lot of male testosterone in me, and call it Seb. Oh, you, do
11: you know what? You, you are an absolute legend as well. Fair play to you. Really impressive stuff.
5: Thank you, mate. Thank Thank you so much.
10: Hospital
5: food. (laughs) Catherine? I think
10: I might be growing... um...
5: (laughs) Weary of this rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Some of the listeners, judging by the figures. Hospital food, Catherine, I don't know if you know, it's often ridiculed.
10: I've only tasted it. Well, I barely tasted it. They didn't give me a fork. But the meals (laughs) did they not? I had a broken arm. They gave me a plate of bacon.
5: (laughs) You can pick that up, though.
10: Couldn't cut it. You
5: don't need to cut it. You cut it with your teeth. Well, isn't it? Isn't I shouldn't it? have
10: to eat with my fingers. I'm not Henry VIII. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Although the beard and the gout would say otherwise. <laughs> but the meal served up at the Looter. This is a serious story. It sure is. Is, yeah, come on, come on. This guys. is a serious matter. The meal served up at the. What were you in hospital for?
10: I broke my arm there to um, operate on it.
5: No, they didn't operate on broken arms.
10: They do if you've fallen off a person.
5: Uh, I fell <laughs> down the stairs.
11: I was let out the same day. Why were you riding a person? I wasn't
10: riding them. I was standing on her.
11: Oh, player, <laughs>
10: Gymnasts.
5: It's a funny name. That was my nickname at school. But the meals served up at the Luton and Dunstable Hospital have been rated amongst the best in the country, which is why Unison members uh, have concerns about plans to outsource its food services so there'd be no on-site chefs anymore bothered more oh. Justin you've been getting the word on the wards from mm. public land outside the hospital precinct he knows the rules yeah, we don't know yeah, yeah. yeah. what
11: have people have been saying to you just well, normally when you go outside a hospital and, and you ask about hospital food everyone says oh it's disgusting I've had food smuggled in for me I can't bear it anymore uh, not the L&D oh. um, everybody there absolutely loves the hospital food take a listen uh, Sylvia, you're back here for an appointment today, but you stayed here at Christmas time.
3: I did. Yes. What,
11: what was the food like at Christmas time here at the very hospital? Good.
3: Very good. Very good. You couldn't fault it. Plenty of it as well.
11: Make me feel hungry. What sort of things were they serving up? <laughs>
3: I'll tell you what, their salads were very nice. I'm, I'm big on salads. But yes, they had a good variety of salads. Very good.
11: I mean, here's the big question for me if you went into a restaurant and that food was served up in front of you, would you be happy to pay for that food?
3: Yes. Yes. Yes, I would. Definitely.
11: Chase, you were here this week. Uh, you stayed overnight on Tuesday. How old are you again, Chase? 11. 11 years old. OK, so 11-year-olds when it comes to food, you're normally very, very picky. How did you find the food here?
3: Quite nice, and it, uh, it stayed warm. It wasn't, like, mank, but it was, it was good. <laughs>
11: <laughs> OK, so, so what were you served? Can you remember?
3: Um, was it... Yeah, chicken curry. And uh, there was ice cream and then fruit.
11: So seriously, seriously, you genuinely enjoyed eating that meal, a hospital meal.
3: Yeah, it was nice.
11: And your mum's here as well. That's quite rare for an 11-year-old kid to go into hospital and enjoy the food, isn't it?
10: I totally agree with you, yes it is, but believe it or not, she ate every single mouthful. (laughs) She leaves some at mine at home, but no, she actually ate all
4: of it. (laughs) Michael, what sort of food have they served you here? Uh, Well, sausage and mash, um, fish and chips, roast beef. Roast beef? Roast chicken, yeah. Well, what's your thoughts on on outsourcing Um, probably wouldn't be very happy wouldn't be as good I wouldn't have thought if it's had to be brought in already cooked and reheated not a good idea I wouldn't have thought because it's quite unusual most people here nice after show by the way uh, most people
11: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Duke is it Uh, most people here haven't got a bad word to say that's unusual when it comes to hospital food you must agree with that surely
4: well it's not just the hospital food I find that I've been here many years now I've been coming here for the last six years and I've never had I've had many operations and never had bad treatment. The nurses and everybody's been absolutely wonderful. I wouldn't have a bad word to say about Luton and Dunstable.
11: That's good to know. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. What is wrong with that man? He's the reason that the NHS is in uh, decline.
5: He's been there many years, had many operations. What's going on with him? Well, he's
11: an unwell man. He's had things that have gone wrong. He loves the hospital. And more importantly, like pretty much everyone there yesterday, they absolutely love the hospital food. If things are changed, of course, uh, well, that food might not be as good. I went to a hospital in
5: London and the food was... They brought me a menu... The food, I was only there for a day to have some tests and the food was amazeballs. But
10: my gran, when she was in hospital in uh, uh, Southport, was given a menu as well. And the things that were brought as a result of her orders were nothing to do with, I mean, it said it was like beef casserole, it was beef slop.
5: With the greatest of respect, how old was your gran at the time?
10: Uh, About, she's 90. So it didn't really
5: matter, did it? Well,
10: uh, yeah. Gosh. Old people need to eat too. In fact, yeah, maybe more important that they do.
5: Well, I, I mean, you say that, Catherine. But, I mean, also, she's she... not going to remember that meal. In, with, with respect, she wouldn't remember that meal in, in ten years' time. I'll rem- if I have a good meal today, I'll remember that in ten years' time.
10: OK, Grant. OK. I hope you're listening. Apparently you don't matter. Just saying. She's probably still going to be around in ten years' time. But she won't remember and that. I'll anymore. ask her. All right, do. And she will. All right. And you'll
5: be wrong. I'll see you in 2025, and uh, we'll we'll get your nan in live because right. we'll both still be here. Heck. Dealey. Yeah. Speak to you before seven. Yeah. I thanks, want to celebrate Seb. Yep. I want to big up the Blatt. Yep. And also, I've got a great What's the Story Morning Glory for you. I'm looking forward to speak it, Speak to you in a bit. Ta ta. Thank you. <laughs>
13: In Brogborough on Bedford Road, that's the a- old A421, that's been closed in both directions between Highfield Crescent at Brogborough and Beancroft Road at Marston Mortain because of a lorry fire that happened in the night. In Bishop Stortford on the A120, Bishop Stortford bypasses temporary traffic lights for roadworks between the M11 Junction 8 for the Birchanger services and Stansted Road, so that could cause some delays later on. And on the M25, it's starting to get busier at Junction 19 for the A41 for Watford. On the trains, there's no reports of any problems on the departure board, but if you're using Using the Victoria Line in London on the London Underground. That's got minor delays now because of a problem earlier on at Brixton. Samantha breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
13: This is BBC Three Counties
1: Radio.
0: It's 6.30 with the headlines. I'm Barry Caffrey. A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. Bianca is due to give birth in eight weeks but has been served notice to leave the private rented house she shares with eight other people and her boyfriend. Bedford Road is closed this morning because of a lorry fire overnight. Police were called at 10 past midnight to a collision between two vehicles on the road known as the old A421. Emergency services are currently in attendance and the road will likely remain closed for several hours. David Cameron is visiting Poland and Germany as part of his tour of Europe to argue the case for changes to the EU. Detailed negotiations are due to begin next month. The Prime Minister's talks with the German Chancellor Angela Merkel are being seen as crucial if he is to achieve meaningful reforms. The Healthcare Workers' Union claims Luton and Dunstable Hospital are taking a huge step backwards by outsourcing its catering services. It means meals that were prepared by chefs on site will now be provided by a private company and heated up. Unison say it will lead to a reduction in quality. The weather, the morning will start off dry, but there'll be heavy rain later this morning. Highs today of 15 degrees Celsius, that's 59 in Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Sepp Blatter will find out his fate today when FIFA vote for their next president. He's standing against Prince Ali bin al-Hussein of Jordan. Blatter has come under increasing pressure over the last 48 hours following the arrest of several senior FIFA officials on corruption charges. He maintains he is not responsible and has refused a request from UEFA Chief Mikhail Platini to stand down. Our sports news correspondent Richard Conway has more. This vote has taken on a new significance following dawn raids by police which saw seven
5: FIFA officials arrested over bribery and corruption claims. FIFA is in the midst of the worst crisis in its long history, with even its president, Sepp Blatter, admitting these are unprecedented and difficult times for the governing body. His election rival is Prince Ali of Jordan, who was backed by European football associations. But Mr Blatter will not leave FIFA without a fight and insists
17: he cannot be held responsible for the alleged criminal actions of others.
0: Cricket and a series win against New Zealand would be the perfect welcome for New England coach Trevor Bayliss. That's according to captain Alistair Cook. The second test begins today. England are one up in the two-test series after a 124-run victory at Lord's. Andy Murray is through to the 3rd round of the French Open. He survived dropping a set to beat the Portuguese Joao Sousa 6-2 4-6 6-4 6-1. But Heather Watson is out. She lost in straight sets to Sloane Stephens. Among the other 2nd round winners are Novak Djokovic, Serena Williams and Rafael Nadal. In golf, former Open champion Porrick Harrington leads the Irish Open by a shot on four under par after his opening round. However, world number one Rory McIlroy has a share of last place after shooting a birdie free 9 over par. BBC Three Counties Radio News and Sport, I'm back with a full bulletin at 7 o'clock.
5: Justin Daly is on the hunt for ghostly evidence again. It's a slow news day, mm. and um, well, I just found a... Uh, Kelly. I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, you were at the O2 recently. Did you see? Did you feel any? Um, did you get spooked? No. Okay. Well, we Justin and I went, and we went and saw Paul McCartney. And I've just been looking at the pictures again that we took of ourselves, and well, oh, it looks like there's a dead boy in the photo. I what? Mean, yeah. I just, I've just, t- I've just tweeted Let's a look. it at Ian Lee. It looks like there's not just a dead boy. An evil dead boy.
9: Oh my god.
5: Dealey, mate, you want to have a look on Twitter? Turns out we were goosed by a ghost and we didn't realise. We did not realise. This morning we're celebrating the magic of Sepp Blatter, the world's <laughs> jammiest dodgepot. You're right. You seen it? Yeah. Don't cry, mate, don't cry. Often um, laughter, is, laughter is fear. Yeah. Laughter is fear. So when we watch Mrs. Brown Boys, we're afraid. <laughs> um Kels, do, you, do you want to wrap the calls up for set blatter now just put them on just put them straight to air what black,
10: mm-hmm. black fans
5: yeah. the black fans <laughs> Black fans just rack them up let's let's just let's just go through them we'll, we'll do like three minutes of that then we'll do the papers um, oh wait for where are they um oh
7: there's someone on fader
5: one hello oh they, they must
7: have gone okay try fader two
5: hello fader mm-hmm. two Okay, Three? okay. We'll, sort, we'll sort this out, we'll sort this oh wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five, big up the blatt. If you set blatter, it don't matter.
10: Apparently. What you got in the papers? Well, this caught my eye. Oh, I'm sorry about that. And their children are very lucky that they've not had a similar experience. Oi. The mother who still breastfeeds daughter even oh. though she's five.
5: Oh, that is, I mean, that is mess. Was that the one that what you saw in the local paper? You, you, no. Did you tweet something? That was a seven-year-old. Oh, no, that was year a different old. one, yeah. That was a
10: seven-year-old. She year old. said that it's very much like feeding a newborn. I don't think it is. No, it's not. They're sentient. Nature's way of telling you that you should get them off the boob is teeth.
5: And also, when they say, can I have some booby milk, please, yeah. mummy?
10: Well, I saw a woman once Disgusting. doing a documentary about this kind of stuff, and the yeah. kids were saying, can we go tandem? Now, if a kid can articulate tandem, they're too Aye. old for, uh, you know what. For Mira Dawson, though, breastfeeding her daughter Tara three times a day could not be more natural, even though Tara is five years old and at primary school. Yeah. Gosh, does she put her boob through the railings oh, at break time? No. The 36-year-old stay-at-home mother is also nursing her two-year-old son, Ray Lee. Mrs Dawson, a former biology researcher, claims that continuing to breastfeed Tara is boosting her intelligence. And she would carry on until her daughter was 10 if she could she even shares a bed with her two children so that she can give them milk before they go to sleep at night and first thing in the morning even though it means that husband Jim 56 has to sleep in a separate bed
5: Uh oh Figaro, we got magic oh no that is messed up mm-hmm. that is messed up
10: isn't it the problem is that experts will not say that it's uh, messed up experts back her approach saying that there is no reason for her to stop passing there is the every reason benefit. for
5: her to stop pump it off if you want to give it to them pump it off. Even though that's weird, it's still not quite as weird as letting them latch onto your booby. They are five, and there'll be there'll be some mums going, "Oh, it's ma, you can't tell me anymore." Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I can. I can tell you that's weird. That's weird, and that is messed up. Do
10: you know what I'm uncomfortable with? The idea that the husband is sleeping in a different room while the children are sleeping either oh. side. Apparently, they never cry now. I don't think they don't get a chance. Something gets shoved in their
9: mouth.
10: <laughs> but the thing is, she's replacing that relationship with her husband with the children. Yeah. She's becoming, you know, something different. I think it's a very dangerous game to it's play. It's
5: called Covert Abuse, guys. There's books on it. Hey, so, um, there's uh, pictures of the amazing moment a woman meets the man who's been given her dead... ..brother's... What is it? What is it? What is it? Face. Yeah. Could have been so much worse. And there's a picture of um, the woman, Rebecca Avasano, touching Mr Norris. I don't
10: know... <laughs> His face. His face,
5: right. He looks a lot like Louis Theroux. He's in a very weird pose. Now, the thing is, this is the question I was asking you earlier on. i hope this he's is not. Si- no, no, I'm going to phrase it slightly. I'm going to take it out of the bedroom. Okay. Okay, I'm going to take this out of the bedroom, Kelly. Mm. you all right?
7: Sorry, well, I made it in Justin's audio. It's good we? to have you back. Thanks,
5: Mum. Mum? Supposing. She's hot, right? She is hot, and any man that met her would fall in love instantly. Yeah. That's just a fact. Okay. Supposing. Right, the face to one side for the moment, which I think he can do actually. <laughs> keeps it in the box overnight. Supposing she falls in love. No. With Mr Norris. <laughs> right, she, they're, they're going, they're, they go out and they're, they're having dinner. She's got to say, Mr Norris. I've got to be honest with you. I don't know what his first name is. It's just Mr Norris. I'll be honest. His face was really badly disfigured. Okay, that's why he's got, he's got a dead man's face. This is really awkward, Ardo, but I've fallen in love with you. No. Could she? No. If my sister's listening joe could right imagine i died oh. could you fall in love with a man who's got my face like i mean you know i'm you know mm.
10: when he says fall in love
5: fall in bed that's what i'm asking because it's what's on the we're always told it's what's on the inside that counts no but well, it, you, it, this is the ultimate
10: test no if it's your brother's face on the outside i think that's uh,
5: this is the ultimate test if that's true or not isn't it though Oh, 08459 four double five five double five, five could you fall in love with someone who had your dead brother's face? Call me now. You just you've just gotta ask these questions. What else you got?
18: You have, apparently.
10: Yeah. Oh, upstaging the bride.
5: Oh, this is funny.
10: Right. With this ring, I upstaged the bride's big day, so oh. page 11 of the mail. Oh. But I've seen it a few, few places. It's hard to tell whether this woman is overwhelmed by emotion or horrified at the way her suitors just upstaged the bride and goom at the wedding reception. I'm suggesting she don't care. The photo of the awkward moment took the internet by storm with 1.4 million views, but while the married couple seemed to maintain composure, online commentators poured scorn on the proposer's selfish timing. Uh, so we, we've got people talking on Twitter uh, used as evidence here. RG Dole wrote, I think it's a little wrong you try and steal the spotlight. Seriously, you had 364 days to pick from.
5: Yeah, well, he's kneeling in front. They're obviously they're having their... are in front their, of the top table. Yeah, they're in front of the top table. They're having their, their nosh up and uh, the food. And um, he proposes to her that, that is weird, isn't it? That's a weird time.
10: I know if, you're going, if you go to a wedding with someone that you're in love with, it can make you start thinking that way, but I, I think you, you hold off, don't you? You let them have their day. Surely. I think you would have to. A friend of mine wore a white dress to my wedding. I still remember that.
5: Well, I don't understand why that's such oh, you a... you just don't do that. But why? That's just that's silly. That's
10: in the bride. Well, no, it's not. It's well, just... you just don't. You've got all those colours to pick from. You just don't. It's tradition. no. no. But, but... Because you just don't. No, I'm going to ask you... I'm going to ask you again, Mr Cameron, but why? You just don't. OK, Mr. It's a look-at-me colour.
5: But why? You just don't. But, but... You, you, you're saying that. Um, it's like talking to those Muppets from the Blooming Carnival again. But why? You just don't. Okey-dokey. Thanks very much.
6: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Brugborough on Bedford Road, that's been closed in both directions between Highfield Crescent at Brogborough and Beancroft Road at Master Mortain because of a lorry fire. On the M25, looking at the speed sensors, it's starting to build up between Junction 19 for the A41 at Watford and 18 for the A404 at Chorleywood. It's also looking slow at Junction 17 for Maple Cross. On the... Train departure boards around any reports of any delays at the moment. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you very much. <laughs> Friday, the 29th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A pregnant woman from Aylesbury is worried about becoming homeless after her landlord doesn't allow children in his properties. And FIFA delegates will decide later whether to appoint the legend and the player, Sepp Blatter, to a record-breaking fifth term as president.
10: Take after and put because in. FIFA delegates no. will later... No.
5: Hang on. OK, FIFA delegates no, will decide because... I don't understand what you're saying to me. What? Hang on. What, what? FIFA delegates? No, the other story. What other story?
10: The one about the pregnant
5: All right. A woman. pregnant woman because Aylesbury is no, worried. No. What are you trying to say to me?
10: Instead of putting after in, a pregnant woman from Aylesbury is worried about becoming homeless because her landlord doesn't allow children in his properties. That's what it says. You said after he doesn't. Did you put that in? I didn't say, right, stop the clock. Stop going a cappello.
5: I know, I'll put my trousers on in a minute. Kelly. Yes. Can you um, pull the news off? Yeah. From about, well, how long ago did I say Just that?
10: Just now. A second, someone, someone changed it already. I, well, I didn't say after. Yeah, you did. Well, if I said
5: it, right, get Caffrey on the line. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? This is outrageous. Yeah, oh, it is. modified. well, oh, I don't know what's going on. Elizabeth.
14: Hello. I don't know Morning. what's going on. Oh, um, no, neither do I. <laughs>
1: It's exactly. said after. It's yeah, said to right, right, right. So right, to pay attention right.
6: To my right. Job. Let's have the web.
14: Beds, hearts, and bucks weather.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
14: Uh, well, the weather's quite complicated as well for today, but it will be a dry early start. I'll say dry, it be mostly dry, really, because um, we've got a few showers around um, just in front of the actual weather front, which is currently out to the west. So many places staying dry through the early morning rush hour, perhaps just a few showers. The heaviest of that rain is going to push in through the course of the the late morning and the first part of the afternoon. So turning very wet and also very windy as well as that weather front clears into the afternoon. So expect some strong gusts of wind along with lots of heavy rain, not very nice for a short while um, through the middle part of the day. But then through the late afternoon, things are going to dry out It will brighten up. Watch out for a few showers which may follow on from the weather front, but uh, there's also some good spells of sunshine a bit later on through the day as well. Top temperatures up to 15 or 16 Celsius in the best of that sunshine. There will be a few showers around so mm watch out for those now for this evening and the overnight period it's going to be dry and we'll see overnight lows of around seven or eight degrees so a little bit chilly tonight and then into tomorrow the better-looking day of the weekend if you've got plans outdoors make sure that they're they are for tomorrow because Sunday is going to turn very wet and windy particularly through the morning some brightness I think a bit later on through Sunday afternoon and then staying quite unsettled on Monday and Tuesday as well quite windy with some heavy showers at times things will settle down once more by the time we get to Wednesday of next week. That's The Forecast.
9: This voice, 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 voice.
8: Did I ever take you in my arms? in the eye Tell you that I do Did I ever Open up my heart Let you look inside A god is riding All is i How come the water And bright the rainbow Fade this one to black Did I ever touch you on the cheek Say that you were mine Thank you for the smile Did I ever knock upon your door Try to get inside A God is writing
5: 80s McCartney at his very, very best. Rob, for years, thought that song was called The Swan. Thank you, Rob. Didn't play this, did he, Deeley? He didn't, know. Didn't no, play Spies too. Like I was waiting for Spies Like Us. Maybe he did that in the encore. Possibly. Maybe he came out and did it in the encore. And no frog chorus. No frog... Well, I've got the frog chorus here on single, right? Because I nicked it from downstairs. The B-side
11: to the Frog Chorus. Oh, where is it? Hang on a second.
5: There's an interesting B-side to the Frog Chorus,
11: Justin. Ooh. Hang on a second. That was one it. of the first singles I ever bought. The Frog Chorus? Yeah.
5: You, you and loads of other kids. It was a massive hit. and every, Everyone sneers at it now. We played it about a year ago on the show, and actually... Is brilliant, yeah. And everyone sneers at it. Mm, the frog. Okay, you try. You try writing a song that sells. I don't know, ten million copies yeah. around the world. You, you tried to go on. You do it.
10: I used to love that video.
5: It was brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. For, listen, to, right, hang on a second. Bom Boom, boom, aye, aye. boom. I, boom, boom. Have you ever heard it? <laughs> <laughs> right. So the B side of the frog chorus is we all stand together. Oh, hum- you know the what? The humming version. Yes. The humming version? What? Oh, the memories. Hang on, let's, let's get some humming memories. Be with you in a second, very special guest. This is already my fa- the favourite thing I've ever heard in my life. Oi! This is what the old days sounded like.
10: Did up north?
5: Yeah. It's very magical, isn't it? It's a bit boring as well. Uh, we've got a special oh. guest on line One. Good morning. We'll have it
17: playing underneath. Good morning, line One. Good morning. Who is this? This is Dennis, who's oh. 90 years old and you owe Catherine 10 quid. So, well, so I can't hear you, Dennis. I'll bet you can't because I'm said money. Right, right, well, hang on a second. What, I don't. What
5: what is what's going on here?
17: Uh, you bet me that I wouldn't make 90. Yeah, you didn't bet me. You bet uh, uh, your lady there.
5: Your, fo- your phone line is is worse than than uh, normal. He's 90.
10: Give him slack. Okay. Well. Yeah, okay. Well, well.
5: If you could call back on a decent phone line, Dennis, we could discuss this. A decent phone line. Thanks very much for calling. there's oh. It's there's too much echo on the line. I'm riding. The, you saw me riding the faders there. <laughs> you saw me riding the faders. Too much echo on the line. I know he's 90, but I, I I'd need tight. to see I'd need to see evidence to back that up. Justin? Yeah. Oh, sweet we? Hang on a second. Before we do your uh, your uh, package, let's, um, hang on a, a second. A little emotional now. I know. Oh. Hang on.
11: Hang oh, on. Five yeah. years old. Got my first loop Town kit. You carry on, Justin. Oh, just amazing. This reminds me of having Bangers and Mash for the first time, thinking, wow, what is this? First record player. Oh, Sorry mate you're really messing with my mind this morning.
5: You okay just yeah, back yeah, in the room fine. back just in the room we have got time for one of these.
9: It's
5: a good one. Clean and pure filth. Clean and pure filth. No, hang on a minute I got that wrong. Hang on. Hang on clean add pure filth
11: clean add pure filth Justin I'm gonna go with um, for this one and it could be scientific I'm gonna go with uh, (laughs) a new range a new range of underpants for men which is coming out
5: have you got that from clean add pure
11: filth well because they could be clean and you're adding something uh, but that something can be carried away in maybe a bag or something okay you're, you're, you're miles off the mark Kelly Betts clean add
5: pure filth Adele Clean ad, pure filth.
7: (laughs) It's good to have you back. Thanks. Um, So it's an advert for like a cleaning product, but it actually don't try too uh, hard. It actually just makes your clothes smell really bad.
5: Catherine, clean ad, pure filth.
10: Uh, It's a good one. This. It's a good one. Is it something to do? And and this is not the way way I'd refer to the police, but some people do.
5: Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I like your style.
10: Um. Is it something to do with the, the filth, the fuzz?
5: An Please. OAP has left a series of cheeky adverts in newsagents' windows seeking a naked cleaner. Oh! <laughs> the 69-year-old... No. ..wants a compassionate woman to clean his home for £20 an hour.
10: When he talks about his home, does he mean... Prostitutes, oh
5: under-25s... And those with plastic surgery need not apply. Oh he's picky. Say the ads in South Gloucestershire. The man who wants to be anonymous added, There's no touching or extras. It's about fantasy. <laughs> and hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone interested? Let's get up to Gloucester. Oh, Justin, wow. yes. I got that it's all about players this morning, yeah. isn't it? It really <laughs> the is. Players edition. It's the p- <laughs> <laughs> play a special. John, play a special today. Mm-hmm. That gentleman there, legend. Yep. Uh, Seth Blatter, mm. legend. Absolutely. He doesn't give a stuff. All the muck that's swirling. Any sane man would go, do you know what? I'm the president of FIFA, we look awful, I'm going to step down, guys.
10: He's doing the opposite. (laughs) He's he's, he's having an election today. There's been a reason why he's been in charge for 16 years.
5: Everyone's going, right, maybe you should step down, Seth. He's going, no, no, he had a big do last night. He's going, I'm coming back for more, guys. (laughs) (laughs) fact, you've got to respect that he
11: just carries on with a big smile on his face as <laughs> if to say hey guys come on what's what's the issue here come on I, the i'm the main here? man <laughs> brilliant you've taken this to the streets haven't yeah, you yeah do you know what uh, today we have been celebrating the magic of mr blatter and uh, i have to say that that most people i spoke to this morning refused to talk oh, about this mate. And i said like, what do you mean you're refusing oh i hate the man this was no. the only person no. who agreed to talk oh. take a listen paul today we are celebrating Set Blatter. We're bigging him up. What an absolute legend. Of what? Well, a legend in his own underpants. Well, that you can say, yeah. Um, Good-looking girlfriend, I mean, lots of money, just carries on as if nothing's happened. What what a a guy. Where did the money come from? But what a guy. Well, I'm sorry I've
12: got
15: no time for him whatsoever.
11: So you don't go home and think to yourself, one day I'd like to be like him? Uh, No, definitely not. Why not? Why
15: not? Come on, he's got it all.
11: No, he's just cheating the football fans, isn't he? Well... But in reality, look at his life. Come on, we should be celebrating this man. Well, no, I'm sorry, I can't. He just does nothing for me whatsoever. You don't like his suits? I don't like his suits. I don't like his attitude. I just don't like anything about him to do. I don't think he's any good for football whatsoever. Do you think he's a player? Er, no. Do you think he's a chancer? Very much so. Do you think he's a geezer? I'm doubtful. Okay, let's leave it there. Thanks, boss. No problem. Justin, thank you. Uh, tough work. I yeah, thought that would have been the
5: easiest vox you'd ever had to do. No,
11: people hate him on the streets. Did you not find Stetson? No, I've not seen Sadiq for about three Ooh, weeks. I think Sadiq. he's now avoiding
5: me. Sadiq, I, I, I hope you're well. Good one, is uh, Justin, mm. it's uh, Dennis's 90th birthday. Fantastic. Take it to the streets. Yes.
11: Ta-ta. Take care.
6: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
11: BBC
13: Three Counties Radio. In Brugborough on the Bedford Road, the old A421, that's been closed between Highfield Crescent and Beancroft Road in both directions because of an accident. So that's between Brugborough and Marston Mortain. In Boreham on the A1 southbound, there are queues building up from the Holiday Inn towards Barnet Lane at the Stirling Corner. Looking at the speed sensors and in Buckingham on the A421, that's uh, building up on di- both directions on the approach to the A413 and on the Toys on the M25, it's busy anti-clockwise now from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 15 for the for. Samantha breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you, Sammy. Shh, don't mention
13: Set Blatter
19: again.
5: Well, we can mention him, but don't mention we're climbing out of the rabbit hole, guys. Still to come, outside the rabbit hole, Dealey's got ghostly Ev. Oh, and I don't know, other bits and bit. We'll make it up as we go along. It'll be fine.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's seven o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Aylesbury woman served notice on her tenancy because she's pregnant, Bedford prison officers jailed for passing on sex offender details to other inmates, and l Hospital to outsource its catering.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. Bianca is due to give birth in eight weeks but has been served notice to leave the private rented house that she shares with her boyfriend and eight other people. The landlord doesn't allow children in the house so they have to move out on Tuesday. Bianca has been waiting to be housed by Ellsbury Vale District Council but says the anxiety is taking its toll.
2: Very stressful, like constantly back and forth, ringing them, ringing them again them being on holiday, not getting back to me and everything, it's, it is stressful. You feel urgency because obviously you're so close, you want to get things ready. We've got, obviously, where we are now, none of the furniture is ours, so we need that time to get get a bed, get a sofa, get everything like that before the baby comes. So.
0: Ellsbury Vale District Council say they will make temporary accommodation available to her if required and they are exploring alternative housing options. David Cameron is visiting Warsaw and Berlin as he rounds off his two-day tour of European capitals to argue the case for changes to the European Union. The Prime Minister is trying to win support for his plans before detailed negotiations start at a summit next month. Bedford Road is closed this morning because of a lorry fire overnight. Police were called at 10 past midnight to a collision between two vehicles on the road known as the Old A421. Emergency services are currently in attendance and the road will likely remain closed for several hours. The government is publishing its plans to outlaw psychoactive drugs, substances designed to mimic the effects of banned drugs. Many so-called legal highs are freely sold in ordinary shops and online. Past moves to ban the drugs have been frustrated by chemists who have changed what's in them to evade the law. The Policing Minister and MP for Hemel Hempstead, Mike Penning, says the ban here has been modelled on the approach adopted overseas.
20: We've worked very closely with other countries to see how it's worked for them. So in the Republic of Ireland in 2010, they did the blanket ban. It is absolutely decimated, thank goodness. This, these sorts of products that young people were taking, the sale of them, and, and, and the producing them, and so we can pick up the good things from their legislation and take it forward.
0: Two officers from Bedford Prison have been jailed after passing on details of sex offenders to other prisoners. Luton Crown Court heard that the pair who worked at the gym looked up details of inmates' crimes on the computer and passed on the information. More from Jane Killick.
1: Daniel Gorick from Flitwick, who's 36, and James Stride from Northamptonshire, who's 30, both pleaded guilty to misconduct in a public office and were jailed for 20 months. Judge Richard Foster said it was a grave dereliction of their duties. He said many inmates are violent and it's well known that sex offenders are vulnerable and could have been assaulted.
0: The Healthcare Workers' Union claims Luton and Dunstable Hospital are taking a huge step backwards by outsourcing its catering services. It means meals that were prepared by chefs on site will now be provided by a private company and heated up. Unison say it will lead to a reduction in quality. And the weather of the morning will start off dry, but there'll be showers of rain later. The rain will turn heavy at times and will be accompanied by strong and gusty winds. Highs of 15 degrees Celsius, 59 in Fahrenheit. BBC Three Counties Radio News. I'm back with headlines and a full sports bulletin at half seven.
5: Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Kelly and Catherine are here. Justin's out there. I mean, he's literally out there, man. Ghosts. 90-year-olds. Has is. Hospitals. It's all happening on the inside, baby. If you want to take part, you know the rules, don't you? You know the rules. Should I remind you of the rules? We throw this stuff out there to talk about. But, unlike um, pretty much every other show on the radio, you can call in about anything. You can call in about anything, anytime. That's how it works here. Odds are, you'll probably get on. Phone number 08459 455 555.
1: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC uh, Radio. Do you want to hear me catch out my producer and good friend, Catherine Boyle, Texas?
10: I've got him. Oh! Hey, your face.
5: Ah, well done, mate. We've
10: had a nice text through from um, Tony. We've had a
5: nice text. I will. I yeah. do not believe it. No, we have
10: from Tony. Morning, Tony. Talking about uh, bad spelling. He sent us a picture. I'm going to tweet it in a minute. Yeah. He said spotted this sign in Addington Way, Luton, outside a bupa care home.
5: Oh, this is after the square, the yeah. Bedford Square. Are those signs still up in I, Bedford Square?
10: Uh, I think so. If you're in Hatton Regis, could you. Um, could you have a
5: little look? The, the Bedford Square flags where well, they've spelt square incorrectly. Um, if you remember, we asked uh, Kelly Betts how to spell square. She didn't have a clue. Kelly, spell square!
7: S C
10: U. What? Oh, my God! Ah! <laughs>
5: So it's not as easy as it would seem. Uh, if those flags are still there, then do let us know. Oh, eight, four, five, nine, four double just, five five double five. They
10: should just take them down. In
5: y- they should. They're an embarrassment. They're an embarrassment. Take them down. Take, take half an hour to get them down. Anyway, sorry, Tony's texted in.
10: Yeah, uh, no parking, spelt P-A-R-C-K-I-N-G. <laughs> I mean, wow.
5: Do you know what? This, this is the kind of thing years ago, I've gone, oh, who cares? Actually, I think it's important. I think it's important. You've got to spell these things properly. Look, Catherine's writing a pronunciation. Cannell. <laughs> that's how I would have said it. No, that's you, how I would
10: have... you might have said Cannell, I know what you're like.
5: Cannell. That's how we'll say Vicky's name when she comes on.
10: Well, I'm just trying to avoid what and could that's... be an embarrassing moment for you. wouldn't
5: be embarrassing for me. Well, it might. It would be embarrassing for you, but I, I can say her name. It's not a difficult name. Say it then. Cannell. No. This, who is this Vicky we're talking about? Let's bring her into the conversation. This morning we've been talking about a young couple from Aylesbury who've been told to find somewhere else to live because they're having a baby. No children are allowed in the house that Bianca, Stacy, and her partner currently share with eight other people. And the district council don't seem to be in any hurry to find an alternative. Well, we're joined by Bianca's friend, the now famous Vicky Cannell, uh, who's on the line. Morning, Vicky. Morning. Uh, we like to get people's names right here, and Catherine is right to, to give me a pronunciation because I'm always getting people's names wrong here. Um, you're Bianca's friend. How long uh, have Bianca and Jason uh, been uh, living in this place?
21: Uh, since November last
5: year. Okay, and they're sharing with eight other people. Yeah. How is that working? Is it? Um, it's been such a long time since I've shared a house. H- how does that work? They've got their own room and what communal kitchen and things.
21: Yeah, basically they have a bed set and they share the kitchen, um, the lounge area, the bathroom, um, all the all the um, cleaning facilities as well.
5: Okay. And how's it going for them? Generally, up until now, up until the pregnancy, how's it going for them?
21: Um, it's okay for them to live there. I would say it's not suitable for a a child to be in that property anyway. There's some, um, slightly undesirable people in there.
5: Okay. All right. So, yeah, there there, there are people there that that perhaps, um, if you're grown up and you, you know, you're okay, but you wouldn't want your kids growing up around them. Yeah, precisely. Okay. Okay. Um, the no kids rule, who, does that come from the landlord?
21: Yes, it was. Uh, I think it was um, in the tenancy originally, but when um, Bianca moved in there, she didn't actually know she was pregnant. Ah, okay. So it w- wasn't an issue. Yeah. When they moved in, until then she obviously discovered she was pregnant.
5: <laughs> which is which is I'm assuming is brilliant news in one respect.
21: Yes, it's, it's good news in one respect, yep. but then it leaves her in the situation she's in now, which. Doesn't help anybody. Okay, so she, but but,
5: but the, the, the 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 landlord uh, hasn't done anything wrong. That was that was made clear that um, kids weren't allowed. Yes, that
14: was and in I ge- the tenancy. And base.
5: I guess you could kind of understand that if it's a house with with you know eight ten people in, however many it is, um, if suddenly a baby or a you know a child is brought into it, it it, it, um, it, it could be hard work for everyone else, couldn't it?
21: Yeah, I think it's you know the possibility that if that child's crying oh. at, at night, it keep other people up and that ain't, you know.
5: a, that ain't a possibility, Vicky. That is a <laughs> definite. <laughs> I don't know if you've got kids. That's a no, definite. No, I don't. And, and it is um, well, <laughs> I have, and it is a definite, and and it would be noisy. And you, and you know, however much you love your kids, if you're in the room next door or downstairs, it, it it can be frustrating. So I can kind of understand that, but it leaves her it leaves the couple in a pretty awkward situation. When's the baby due?
21: Uh, eight weeks.
5: Oh blimey, not long to go, is there? And she's well and healthy, and everything's going all right, is it?
21: Um, Bianca has a, a heart condition, and she also is uh, has been diagnosed with anxiety. Oh, okay, okay. Which the knock-on effect of the two, obviously, yeah, put the baby at risk.
5: Yeah, of course. Um, well, they'll be monitoring that in the hospital, you know, and and with eight weeks to go, they'll be they'll be keeping a tip-top eye on, on her blood pressure and her heart and all of that. So I'm sure, fingers crossed, I'm sure it's going to be wonderful and safe. Where's she at now? She obviously can't stay there. When has she got to get out of the house and what are the possibilities of her finding somewhere else?
21: She's got to get out um, next Tuesday. Oh, blimey. Since, since she knew, found out she was pregnant, they've been looking for alternative accommodation, yep. um, private rental, obviously have approached the council. Um... Private rental market that's totally out of their financial abilities yeah um both her and her partner worked in retail, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people in retail say it it doesn't pay a great deal, and you know you've lost one income because one of you's got to to have the baby and yeah. not be able to work, so it's only one lot of income coming in can't find private rental anywhere that' accept them. So, so they've that, got that that's sort of left that as you've got yeah. no alternatives. And, and, and unfortunately, the
5: and unfortunately, it's unaffordable for a lot of people. Yes. Um, so they've gone to the council. What have the council said?
21: Um, they lost her application twice.
5: Hey, nice one, thanks, guys. <laughs> Brilliant.
21: <laughs> that, that's delayed. That I think she's had one meeting with them in February. Yeah. Um, they've tried to send her to a debt um, like counselling service. However, she's got no debt so I
5: don't know how... Well, I I suppose that's to to kind of uh, help her manage her money, but probably not really what she needs at the moment is it
21: no no she needs a home yeah <laughs> managing the money and paying the bills yes or it, well, that doesn't come until you've actually got somewhere where you can pay the bills for what are, they,
5: what are the council saying because obviously she's got to be out by tuesday uh, she's uh, got two months to go with uh, the, before she delivers um what are they saying they must realize this is quite an urgent situation
21: um they basically have told her um, I actually found something slightly different out the other day, but the council's told she's got to, once she's had the baby, spend a night on the street before they're even put her in emergency accommodation.
5: OK. Oh, blimey. That doesn't sound Which great, does it?
18: It's not what it says no. in that statement, either, Well, we've
5: got, we've got the... Sta- yeah, we get, Catherine, you've got the statement. It's yeah. massive. It's really long. Can you pick some of the key moments? This is the statement from Aylesbury Council, okay. the council involved.
10: The couple first contacted the housing department late March 2015 when they applied to join the housing register. Um, books home choice and their application was processed a, a short while later. Miss Stacy has submitted an additional medical uh, information to support a higher priority and we've requested further advice from our medical advisor. Uh, we're aware that she's pregnant, we understand the landlord has served notice. Um, we have explained to Miss Stacey that a notice is only the first step in the possession process and she can legally remain in the accommodation until the landlord obtains a p- possession order from the court. So they're encouraging her to stay there past Tuesday, by the sounds of things.
5: They do that, councillors, then they stay there because you, ca- you can't get booted out by the landlord. Which, which is, is why is... a
10: lot of private landlords don't want to g- give... Which is unfair on the landlord, yeah. you know. They don't want to give their properties over to uh, council tenants. Nevertheless, the council will make temporary accommodation available from their 2nd of June if required... So it looks like they'll they'll house her from Tuesday.
5: Yeah, what is what's that, Vicky? Because it says here, and uh, uh, maybe that's not been that, that's not been made clear to them. It said here that uh, the council will make temporary accommodation available from the second of June, if required. That would imply to me hotels or B and Bs. Not ideal. No, they,
21: they, they've not said anything to Bianca. Have they not said that? That's extraordinary. No, no she right. had a phone well, conversation literally before your reporter went round and saw her yesterday. Right. And the woman said to her. Um, you've got a meeting on Thursday. And Bianca obviously said, well, I'm being chucked out on Tuesday. And she said, well, you're just going to have to stay there. Right.
10: Well, there this is interesting because they've put this at the end of the statement. There are that two really key things out. here,
5: Vicky. And what we'll do is we'll send you this statement and we'll, uh, we'll send you w- who we got it from, if we have a name. It may have been a, a nameless bod. There are two key things right at the end of this statement that I think are interesting. It says, nevertheless, the council will make temporary accommodation available from the 2nd of June if required... So that would be a B&B in a hotel, not ideal, but better than sleeping on the streets yeah. or sleeping on a mate's sofa. Um, she mentions the debt assessment booked him on the Thursday. We've also already agreed that we will provide an advanced rental payment if Miss Stacy and Mr Bond are able to secure privately rented accommodation themselves.
21: Mind, but a lot of privately rented accommodation won't accept people that are on benefits.
5: Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? That's what makes it tricky. Alright, listen Vicky, I'm going to pass you back to Catherine, Yeah. Um, okay. because if they've not been told about the temporary accommodation from the 2nd of June um, which, which is the date they get booted out, well then they should be Yeah. and, yeah, and um, we need to hold the council to that The
21: other point that they are uh, neglected to actually make to you is the fact that if she stays in that accommodation and she gets um, taken to court by the landlord. Yeah. Obviously, the landlord will be within in his rights, and actually will be taken as you know she should have been evicted. Yeah. the Bianca will then have to pay all the court fees. It's so weird because she will get a CCJ. I've heard well. this so many times
5: that the council are saying to people that are getting booted out of their property stay there. Stay there, and that's partly because the council don't have enough places to house people. And, and you know, it's, it's Vicky. Listen, I'm gonna pass you back to oh, Catherine. I really, th-
10: there was one more thing I wanted to raise. Oh, yeah, Vicky. Um, I spoke to Jane yesterday, another friend, she's the one that brought it to us, and she yeah. suggested that, um, that uh, Bianca had been told that if she's still homeless by the time she has the baby, she should stay in hospital. Is that what the council said to her? Yes, yeah, she, um, um I, I actually phoned
21: up social services because nobody has been giving her any. Right. Information, okay. basically. Let's
5: try and unpick this then. I'll, right. I'll, I'll okay. I'm going to listen on the part. Vicky, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much indeed. She's lucky to have a good friend like you. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. Isn't it confusing? Hey. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when everyone laughed Ed Miliband saying that he wanted to impose rent caps? He was going to impose rent caps on uh, on properties, and everyone went, "Oh, you horrible lefty socialist!" Really. <laughs>
13: On the M1, it's blocked northbound between junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes because of a two lorry accident. In Brogborough on Bedford Road, that's the old A421. That's been closed between Highfield Crescent at Brogborough and Beancroft Road at Master Mortain because of a lorry fire. And in Aylesbury on Buckingham Road, the traffic lights aren't working at Whedon Road, so that could cause some delays as it starts to get busier. In Borehamwood on the A1, that's looking slow southbound from the Holiday Inn towards the Stirling Corner, Samantha Breath, BBC, Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you, Samantha. 7.17 Friday, the 29th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. And the government is publishing its plans to outlaw psychoactive drugs, substances designed to mimic the effects of banned drugs. Drugs. Drugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
12: in life, things don't always go to plan.
22: It worked perfectly for two and a half, three
15: years, till two days ago.
23: He should refund me £1,900.
12: Which
6: is where we come in. We managed to get them to agree to come back in to the property on an agreed date.
12: The JVS show takes on your consumer problems.
22: But uh, I've basically lost a
17: whole lot in administration charges.
12: And helps to get to the right solution.
17: I've
22: received a cheque
17: back for £578. Jonathan, I can't thank you enough. I don't know how- how
12: you do, what you do, you and your team. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine, here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Call 08459
1: 455
12: 555.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, we've been um, saluting uh, Sepp. We've been bigging up the bladder. He's a player. Well, have Blatter Sorry? I haven't. Well, you you have, mate. No, I haven't. We
10: have, we, we're all, uh, See, We you have? I listened to the tape, mate. Yeah, you have? He's no mate of mine. You, you if you love him so much, why don't you marry him? I'd, it's probably would, your turn.
5: I would love to. Oh, mate, come on. You, you really, you do like him, don't you?
10: It's people. Yes. Let's talk, let's talk to each other. Exactly. There's no more fanning. Well,
5: there's plenty. Sep's on the line. Morning, Sep. Uh, hello. Uh, uh, Mr. Hello, Mr Lee. Hello, Sep Blatter, sir. How are, you, how are you this morning?
24: I'm, I'm very well. and I, I, Thank you very much for, for praising me on the radio. Everybody else seems to hate me, but... It's nice to see somebody that actually respects t- me. You're having a, a tough myself.
5: time at the moment, um, Sepp. It's on the front page of the Sun. Give me his head on a bladder. Uh, uh, everyone, everyone's out. You know, gunning for you at the moment. How does that feel?
24: Well, uh, you think they come c- could come up with something more clever than that? that something that didn't rhyme. I, I, I don't know why they all hit me. I, 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 try and, I try and cater
19: for everybody.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But.
24: You are a bit of a player,
5: Sep. You've you've got some beautiful women in your life. You're 84 years old. How do you do it? What's
24: what's the bladder magic? It's just it's just a personality mm-hmm. and, and good looks. Well, it's got hear. nothing to do with the money. Nothing, nothing. Yeah,
5: it's a bit of But touch of the old Blarney Stone, huh? No, no,
24: no, well, it, it is. It's just charm and sophistication, and I I, I read them a bit. Of poetry I always
15: poetry. Yes, I'd like, to, I'd like to go for poetry.
24: What
5: kind of poetry would you w- read to a younger woman, Sepp, to um, to get her into your uh, changing room?
24: Should, should, should I compare thee to a Summer's Day? Yeah. Huh? There Wondrous, and you can yeah. come and sleep with me if you wear some fishnet stockings. That
5: sort of stuff. Okay, the romantic
24: stuff. Yes, yeah, romantic stuff. There's well, there's sir, listen,
5: uh, you've got your election today. I'm supposed to be impartial. At the BBC, but thumbs up. Good luck, mate. Well, do, you, do you reckon you'll do? You reckon you'll win it? Can you pull it off? I,
24: I'm 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 certain that I, I'm not much interested in football, but I, I think I'll win it. Yes, I think you'll win it. Sorry, I'm not much interested in football no. like you. No, but I, okay. I I can make loads of money and lots of rich people. And get richer. Well, Sep, I wish
5: you, we all think, we all here at BBC Three Counties Radio, no, not me, we, we all here at BBC Three Counties Radio think you're uh, a player.
9: No, yeah.
5: And we, uh, we, uh, th- we've we we got a slogan for you if you're Sepp Blatter, it don't matter. Especially and we, if you're Irish. Yes. And we all wish you the very, very best of luck. Thank you very,
24: thank you very much, Mr. Lee. Th- thank you, all of you. Thank we you, Sep. Thank me. you, Sepp. Take care. Okay. Tata, bye
5: bye, bye bye. What a nice bloke. He's a poet, and he didn't know it. Mm-hmm. He never realised. <laughs> Kath, tell us a story about Stuart Blair.
10: We all got done for throwing a rubber yeah. down uh, Stuart yeah. Blair's euphonium.
5: Yeah, okay. And you want to judge Seth Blatter, and that's the kind of that's kind Absolutely. of abuse you do to. Absolutely, our
10: best place to do that.
5: Unbelievable.
1: Call
5: 08459 455 555. BBC News Radio. Luton and Dunstable Hospital, the food there. Well, surprisingly, everyone raves about it. You may have heard Justin speaking to some people earlier on. Everyone's saying, what well, the food there is fantastic. That might change, because um, despite meals being rated amongst the best in the country, in hospitals, obviously, uh, Unison is warning that plans to outsource catering there will lead to a drop in standards. Well, Cheryl Godbury from, uh, from Unison joins me now. Morning, Cheryl.
23: Good morning, Anne. So uh,
5: what are these uh, plans and, and where are we at with them?
23: Okay, what, what the Trust is proposing to do as, as, a, as a package of um, privatising free lots of staff catering um being, being one of those lots of staff and services um, is to move away from the freshly prepared cooked food to a system known as Cook Chill. What that actually means is that food will be cooked elsewhere, probably many, many miles away, um, chilled and then shipped into the hospital to be preheated and then served up to the patients. And what's your problem with that? Well, we believe it's extremely short-sighted. They've already got an excellent catering service. um, And we believe to move away from freshly prepared food could be detrimental to patients' health and recovery. It's also a very inflexible way of providing food as the kitchens and staff, um, if this goes ahead, will have little say over future menu choices.
5: I suppose I would imagine Cheryl that this is all down to uh, to money, isn't it? And that this new way is going to be significantly cheaper. Do we have any figures on on, on how much money they'll save?
23: Um, well, we did some some cost analysis on the um, the business case that we were presented with last year, um, and our view is is that it's more costly to provide what they want to provide in the future than what they currently provide. Um, I mean, let's, let's just think why would about it. Why um, would they do something that's more
5: expensive?
23: <laughs> that's a very, very good question, and uh, it is a question that we are, we are asking of the Trust.
5: Well, how much, how much more is it going to cost to bring in this food than have it cooked on site?
23: I don't have the figures in front of me, but if oh. you think about... because um, you
5: knew you were going to talk about it, and you knew that question would probably come up.
23: Um, the analysis that we've done um, in terms, because you've got to remember this isn't just about catering, it's about two of the services that they want to outsource as well
5: How much more is the catering going uh, to cost to bring in the food rather than cook it on site? Because I, I, I don't figures. believe we've it will not cost more
23: with those figures. Oh We're sorry, not you just said you had Cheryl figures. We've done analysis on the figures that we had last year They've now changed um, the the proposals. So slightly misleading to
5: say it's going to be more expensive, isn't it? It's it's going to be cheaper, isn't it?
23: No, I don't believe it is going to be cheaper. And um, the Campaign for Better for Hospital Food, um, who have done extensive research on this kind of stuff within other hospitals, um, absolutely categorically say it's more expensive to go down the cook-chill process than to provide fresh 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 food on site
5: it's more expensive to mass produce food and have it shipped in than it is to cook it fresh on site that's what the research is I don't I, I don't I don't believe that why would they I don't understand why they would do that
23: well, neither do we, and and that's why we're we're asking the questions. That's why we, along with other trade union, have you, have, go- trust, have you asked the question how much more it's going to
5: cost? Have you asked the question how much more it's going to cost?
23: It's one of the questions that we want to ask of the trust. At the moment, we do not have a proper, freshly prepared business case that involves another group of staff other than just catering.
5: Because I agree with you that of course there are health benefits for eating fresh food, and and you know that that's been been proven, but. I don't, Cheryl, with the greatest respect, I don't believe it's going to, and, and I think your first, maybe you didn't understand the question, but the first answer was slightly misleading. I don't believe it's going to cost more to bring in chilled food. It's it's, it's kind of, I thought, pretty well established that doing that was cheaper.
23: Well, we need, we need to see the facts and figures, and that, Ian, is not what we've got at the moment. So, OK, so, so you're no, just guessing. We've got no justifiable business case to go down this route. For this group of staff and the other two groups of staff... Have that you are asked for one? This outsourcing. We have asked for the business case. We have been consistently asking for the business case. Right. It has not been produced. So where are you getting... Because this is a key factor,
5: and I'm sorry to press it, because I kind of agree with you in principle, but this is a key factor. Where have you where have you got the, the, the idea that it's going to cost more money to mass-produce food and then bring it in than it is with this, the cooking fresh food on site?
23: At the moment the trust does cut the food fresh on site. If they move to, to, to cook chill again we don't have the figures to So you you're you saying it's more expensive,
5: say- is just you guessing?
23: We believe that it is more expensive and detrimental to the health and well-being of patients. Where's your evidence um, for the expense? Go, should, should this go down this route? That is the question that we're asking here. Well, no, but asking Cheryl, do you you, do? Cheryl, with the greatest... And I'm kind of on your side,
5: although you won't come away I thinking this. Oh I, I, <laughs> I am. I do think that fresh food cooked in a hospital is brilliant and it's been proven to have health effects. But you can't say, Cheryl, it's more expensive. And then as the questioning goes on... You haven't got a clue if it's more expensive or not. You're just saying that's what we think. Well, you don't know. So to say that's misleading, it's going to be cheaper, isn't it? I don't... I,
23: I, I don't know. You don't know. know. I, I don't know. Don't so know don't say it's I'm going to be more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, why you... I got the figures. Which, I, I know. I mean... well,
5: this is why this is why unions get a bad rep, because you come on and say stuff, but you, then when it's questioned, you can't back it up with the Ev.
23: Well, that's why we're asking the Trust for the business <laughs> case. Until we've got the business okay. case... There is no justification for them going down this route.
5: Okay. Uh, 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 Will people lose their jobs?
23: Uh, Well, again, I mean, bringing in private Mm. companies through bitter experience has shown that services are cut, which inevitably means that that jobs are cut as well.
5: Okay. Listen, Cheryl, I know you're going to go away feeling frustrated. Please don't, because, you know, I'm impartial, but I'm kind of on the side of healthy food in hospitals. I genuinely think it's brilliant. But, um, listen, get the figures and if, 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 you, if you can come back with evidence that this actual um, plan at the Luton-Dunstable is going to cost more, then man, we'd love to hear those figures.
23: Yep, yep no problem at all. Cheryl, uh, but I... Do please Ian, do remember that this is um, a package. This isn't yep. just about... I know, victory. it's
5: cleaners and other, it's other things as well, it's isn't it? Cleaners and right.
23: housekeepers, it is a package.
5: Cheryl, I appreciate you coming on and uh, if we can get those figures, that would be great to talk to you again.
23: OK, then, Ian. Thank All you very
5: right. much indeed. That's Cheryl Godber from Unison. Thank you, Cheryl. Now, she... Look, <sighs> it's weird being at BBC, because I do have to be impartial. Politics to one side. I think having fresh food prepared on, on site is brilliant. It's like if you if you have um, it's been there have been studies that prove that fresh food having a good view out of the window and being mentally stimulated will get people out of hospital quicker. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. What's not a fact is it will cost more money and after several questions it turned out Cheryl didn't have the figures and that's why that's why it's so easy for people to knock the unions because they say stuff like that. It's a real wasted opportunity Cheryl. Let's hope she comes back with figures that prove her, prove her case. 8459 case. 555 five double five eight one three double three. Start your text 3CI. We'll do Texas after this. Travel news for beds,
6: cards and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is blocked northbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes because of an accident involving two lorries, so the traffic is at a standstill there at the moment while the emergency services are there. In Brogborough on Bedford Road, just nearby on the A421, approaching the M1 northbound, well, in both directions, that's got, uh, that's closed because of a lorry fire between Highfield Crescent and Beancroft Road at Master Mortain. And on the M25, that's busy anti-clockwise at Junction 16 for the M40. It's also busy on the North Orbital Road at the M20, Junction 21A roundabout and in Aylesbury on Buckingham Road the traffic lights aren't working at Whedon Road which could cause some delays. Samantha breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Sammy, thank you. I, I'm, oh, I feel... Part of me feels bad that, that Cheryl was kind of... Um, um, didn't have all of the facts in front of her. Listen, I, I can't stress this enough. Fresh food prepared in a hospital and we've heard people raving about it. Fantastic, but... If your argument is, it's going to cost more to do it another way, but then actually you don't have the stats and actually you're not totally sure and actually, well, this is what we think, well, you can't put that forward as an argument. 08459 four double five five double five. It's Barry with the news. Across beds, hearts and bugs.
1: This is BBC's Three Counties Radio.
0: It's half past seven with the headlines, I'm Barry Caffrey. A pregnant woman from Aylesbury is worried about becoming homeless because her landlord doesn't allow children in his properties. Bianca is due to give birth in eight weeks but has been served notice to leave the private rented house that she shares with her boyfriend and eight other people. Aylesbury Vale District Council say they will make temporary accommodation available to her if required. The government is publishing its plans to outlaw psychoactive drugs, substances designed to mimic the effects of banned drugs. Many so-called legal highs are freely sold in ordinary shops and online. Bedford Road is closed this morning because of a lorry fire overnight. Police were called at 10 past midnight to a collision between two vehicles on the road known as the old A421. Emergency services are currently in attendance and the road will likely remain closed for several hours. David Cameron is visiting Warsaw and Berlin as he rounds off his two-day tour of European capitals to argue the case for changes to the European Union. The Prime Minister is trying to win support for his plans before detailed negotiations start at a summit next month. And the weather forecast. Dry initially this morning, but there'll be showers of rain later. The rain will turn heavy at times. Highest temperatures today of 15 degrees Celsius. That's 59 in Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: The vote to elect FIFA's president takes place today as Prince Ali bin Al Hussein challenges the current president, Sepp Blatter. The election takes place after bribery and racketeering charges were laid against several top FIFA officials by US prosecutors. Blatter has already resisted calls to resign, led by UEFA president Michel Platini and Richard Bevan, the chief executive of the League Managers' Association. He says Blatter should not remain as president. The time has come that the 79-year-old
12: president of FIFA needs to step down. We do not want him into a fifth term. Now, Whether it's the 209 countries that decide in the vote, or whether it's UEFA
0: and their votes changing, or whether it's the sponsors like McDonald's and Adidas having an impact, there must be change. In cricket, the New Zealand captain Brendan McCollum thinks losing the first test to England at Lords is still raw in their minds as they prepare for today's second test. England are one up in the two test series after a 124 run victory at Lords, but New Zealand are prepared to fight back.
3: Our well, guys are hurting a lot after that last test match. We felt that we did enough to give ourselves a good chance in the, in the test. And, to lose it hurts a lot so that uh, there's a, I guess a steely resolve within the group to turn that around and, and the beauty of only having three days between the test matches is that that
0: opportunity comes quicker than what it normally does. Andy Murray is through to the third round of the French Open. He survived dropping a set to beat the Portuguese Rao Sousa, 6-2-4-6, 6-4-6-1. But Heather Watson is out. She lost in straight sets to Sloane Stephens. Among the other second round winners are Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal and Serena Williams. And in golf, former Open champion Pork Harrington leads the Irish Open by a shot on four under par after his opening round. However, world number one Rory McIlroy has a share of last place after shooting a birdie free nine over par. BBC Three Counties Radio News and Sport. I'll be back with a full bulletin at 8 o'clock.
1: Call 08459-455-555. Okay.
5: BBC so. Three Counties Radio. Um, uh, we've been saluting Sepp. Do you know what do you know what Sep Blatter is? Um he's utterly blatterly. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's my new idea. It's my... If it does go pear-shaped and he doesn't lose this election today, he will, he's a legend, um, then he can uh, take this idea to Channel 5, utterly blatterly. What it is, is it's Set Blatter um, performing pranks on people all around the world, where um, he goes around with brown envelopes stuffed full of cash... Um, Secret hidden camera And he offers bribes to people They go, you are alright? And he goes, aha, look over there There's a camera Atterly blatterly Boom Yeah? I would watch that I would pay top dollar to watch that
10: Berlusconi's underused on the telly as well Yo
5: Hang on a second Let's come up with uh, What's his first name? Silvio Silvio Hang on. Hang on. Let me... Hang on a minute. What I need is I need about one minute and 50 seconds to um, to think of, of something for Silvia Berlusconi. OK, hang on, we go. hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on.
16: Sail their ship around the globe so they called it the United World The ship was just three weeks from shore when I A watchful pair of eyes And living in the valley Were people lost in time Ruled over by a tyrant Whose face was in a mask. The children must defeat him So they can escape at last From the law.
10: Opera standard! Opera standard! Is that vein supposed to stand out so high? (gasps) Sorry, I'll do my belt back up. (laughs) Opera
5: standard! That was opera standard! Now I know why people love the opera, because I'm opera standard. Yeah. I'm opera standard! I never thought I'd be opera standard. It turns out all of those years um, studying at the Music Academy have paid off. I'm opera standard, guys.
10: What's your programme idea?
5: Mm. I've got three. It's called Berlusconi Joking.
10: Uh, no, that was mine. No,
5: it wasn't, mate. I just said it first oh. on the radio, so that counts more. I've
10: got, th- I've got two more.
5: Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was Catherine's. I yes.
10: One, Silvio Berlusconi in hospital, right? Right. Silvio only when I laugh. OK.
5: <laughs> Scotty's got a good one.
10: Here's another one. You ready? Yeah. Silvio Berlusconi in a modified car. Chitty bunga bunga. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Scorinzi's got Berlusconi's pepperonis and macaroni's. It's a food show. (laughs) I'd watch that. I'd like that one. Um, Silvio's rodeos (laughs) and Sylvie's trilbies. (laughs) I'm stretching it a bit, Scorinzi. Okay, we can do that. TV shows for Seth Blatter and Silvio Berlusconi. I mean, uh, Silvio Berlusconi. Where he dresses up in a basque.
10: let <laughs> see how he likes it.
5: <laughs> is Dennis still there?
17: Yes, he is. Oh, listen. Yes. It really doesn't matter if you fatter, flatter, Mr. Flatter. You doing a poem? Just, it just sits. Back is this is Roger McGough. We got, we got, we, got we
5: got Spike Milligan on it's the Pam line. Is. It really doesn't matter if you flatter, Mr. Uh, Blatter. Mr. Blatter. He's going to sit on his just, platter, getting fatter, he fatter, he fatter he and gets, fatter. Getting fatter, yes. Okay. Nice. Well done. Well done, Pam. <laughs> I like my te- I wish I looked after my teeth. Because th- that's, that's a Palmer's poem, guys. Yeah, I'm reciting it from memory. And
10: spotted the dangers beneath.
5: What can you quote? Can you... Because qu- people don't quote anything. Here's a quote. Let me do a quote. This is the only quote I can do. I've got
10: some William Blake.
5: This is the only quote I can do, right? And I did this when I had that, gob- uh, that loud bloke... Um, who's the boxer? The... The... Um, Eubank. Eubank. Eubank was on TV show and he comes on.
10: He's a pugilist.
5: (laughs) He's he's an idiot. He came on and he parked his truck up in the street and blocked the street and he's on this show. And he does all these Shakespeare quotes. Anyone can remember words, right? It's easy, right? But he's doing all this. And I pwned him on live TV. I went, all right, Chris, have some of this. Don't think, feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't. Concentrate on the finger, or you will miss all the heavenly glory. Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon. Oh, Have the some voice. of that. Yeah. Have hence the accent.
10: Oh, I thought you were doing. Um, I was toning it down for radio. I Thought you were doing Scarface.
5: I was turn No, <laughs> now I was doing Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon, 1973, Warner Brothers. Beautiful. Thank you. You can do a quote?
10: Yeah, my dad paid me to learn Tiger, Tiger burning bright in the forest of the night. What eternal hand, or I could frame thy fearful imagery? Well, Gone then. Symmetry. Let's hear it. Let's Symmetry. Oh, oh, refund. You can have the fibre.
7: Book.
5: Refund. Fair play. You could have got paid to do a lot worse in the 70s and 80s. Uh, Kelly, what can you quote?
7: Berlusconi um, joking. Uh, but,
9: uh,
10: So catch me if you can, cos I'm the England man, and what you're looking at is the master plan.
5: So, I've actually turned their microphones off. So we've got three phone-ins, Dennis. Mm -hmm. Really? TV shows for Sepp Blatter. Yes. We've got four phone-ins. TV shows for Sepp Blatter. Yes. TV shows for Silvio Berlusconi. Yes. Um, What can you quote? And who wants to say happy birthday to an old man?
17: I don't know, but I'll tell you what, I'd rather have, uh, the, Berlusconi. Uh, Bellasconi. Go on, then. The other one was too fat. The, the Bellasconi's quite, but quite large. I know, but he's all right with the ladies.
5: What type, now listen, we've sent Dealey out onto the streets... Yes. ...to, um, to vibe up your big day, D-man. <laughs> what to, why, why have we got Dennis on now and not Dealey? Why, the, the two surely should have been combined. Guys?
7: They're never really in the same room together,
5: are they? That's the... That, well, yeah. Because well, you know what this means? We have to have Dennis back on later on. What? Well, we have to to play him to the dealies package. Oh, yeah. We've wasted a Dennis. Daley's... Um, Daley's... Sorry? Don't you fancy that? I think, hang on. I think I, I think he might... You've got to make... You, for the £10 to change hands, Dennis, yeah, as you've as got in, to last the whole day. As there's, as there's still plenty of time but, to go.
17: But, 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 but... Tell me what street you live in. I can drive very fast. A lot of... A lot of... Uh, there we go. ...friends coming round. Today, yeah. so, so there's a chance that the
5: shock might be too much for you, isn't there, Dennis? Yeah,
17: well, that's right. So my tenor, is, my tenor is still safe? Hey, Sorry? Spe- yeah, speak
5: to you later on. Happy there's, plen-
7: birthday, Dennis. there's
5: plenty of time, plenty of time for me to make sure my tenor's safe. All I've got to do is sneak up behind him and go BOOM! £10. Check that he's i take there, it so straight out of his wallet. <laughs>
7: <So> <laughs>
5: take it straight out of his wallet. So that's
10: two year olds you've threatened today, Yeah,
5: sure, why not? Bring it on.
10: We've got a winner, by the way. Oh, yeah. And the competition we're not playing. For programmes, we're
5: giving away a free TV licence and a car.
10: George Warner Blatt's life, <laughs> hosted by Esther Ranson.
5: <laughs> well, so what, what's what's Blatter's role in it?
10: It's a docudrama hosted by Esther Ranson, Blatt's life.
5: Yeah, Here we go, Esther Ranson, of course. Uh, previous with this station, friends, friends of BBC Three Counties friend, Radio, friend of the show, friend of the show. Set Blatter called up, friend of the show. We've got any Texas? Yeah. Let's have some Texas.
3: Let's. So
5: we'll oh, read now. them out loud.
10: Yes. Okay. The Mm -hmm. bride is usually the focus on her wedding day. Oh, this is about that couple who proposed in front of the top table at a wedding, and it's gone viral on, uh, like, the social media and that. Oh, yeah. Sorry to Jill, by the way, uh, who says, can you just stop putting things on Twitter and not Facebook? I don't do Twitter, I don't understand it. Thank you. Well, Jill, maybe you should try and understand it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, 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 Bride is usually the focus on a wedding day. For someone else to turn up wearing white is a blatant attempt to draw attention away from the bride, Kelly Betts, says Helen in Milton Keynes.
5: You've been burlesconied. Says Lino. Watco says a blatter of life and death.
10: Oh, nice. Yeah,
5: I like that. I like that. Um, why are we doing that? It don't matter. It don't matter, actually, does it? I'm going to retract that question, Your Honour. Travel news
6: for beds, cards, and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is closed northbound at Junction 13 for Bedford to 14 for Milton Keynes because of an accident which is causing three-mile queues now. On the uh, Southbound M1, that's looking slow as well because of people looking over between Junction 14 for Milton Keynes and 13 for Bedford. In Aylesbury on Buckingham Road, the traffic lights aren't working at Whedon Road, which is causing slight delays on the speed sensors. And in Brogborough on the Bedford Road, that's the old A421 uh, near to the M1 where it's blocked. That's also been closed by an accident because of a lorry fire, between Highfield Crescent and Beancroft Road at Marston Mortain. On the A414 Park Street, that's looking slow on the speed sensors around the Park Street roundabout at the North, so- North Ur- Orbital Road. And on the trains, Great Northern have possible 10-minute delays between Morgate through Moorgate because a train's broken down there. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Do you like
5: pickled eggs, Sammy? No. In that case, I'm afraid um, we, uh, we're we going to have to split up. It's you, yeah. not me. Don't worry don't like pickled eggs, I mean. 7.46, it's Friday the 29th of May, I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio, a pregnant woman from Aylesbury is worried about becoming homeless because her landlord doesn't allow children in his properties, and FIFA delegates will decide later whether to appoint Sepp Blatter to a fifth term as president, keep your fingers crossed, let's get the weather, is Elizabeth.
14: Hello, very good morning to you. We've got some heavy rain on the way, not quite yet but it won't be too long and eventually we'll start to see those outbreaks of rain um, through the late morning and the first part of the afternoon Turn very heavy indeed. So turning wet, turning really very windy, as that weather front clears as well, not very nice through the middle part of the day but we are in for a drier middle to late part of the afternoon so some drier weather eventually emerging we'll get some spells of sunshine as well always watch out for a few showers through the rest of the day But, but in in general it should be a drier end of the day at least top temperatures today 15 or 16 Celsius, 61 in Fahrenheit dry too overnight, quite chilly compared to how it has been um, lows of around 6 or 7 degrees in the rural spots and then tomorrow the better looking day of the weekend, it'll be dry bright there'll be some lovely sunshine around and temperatures up to 16 degrees, the sunshine a bit hazier into tomorrow afternoon wake up to a very wet and windy start again on Sunday but once more it should dry out by the time we get to the middle to the end of the afternoon there'll be a little bit of sunshine around but generally unsettled too for the start of next week that's the forecast
5: elizabeth yeah do you like pickled eggs
14: i don't think i've ever eaten a pickled egg no they just don't look very appetizing i'm afraid we're
5: gonna have to split up it's you not me don't like pickled eggs what's wrong with these people
1: if you've missed any of the programs here on bbc three counties radio you've missed things like this
5: did the drugs in his mouth kill him no, it, they didn't. And, you know, Did they play a
12: part in his a death? Toxic... He had four glasses of champagne, two bottles of wine, four cocktails. What's too French? I
1: have a feeling it was a cocktail as well. But there is a way you can hear it all again.
12: And Renata Blower, you have just allowed the first ever nurse to be funded
5: for Great Ormond Street who will deal specifically with children who have undiagnosed conditions.
1: bbc.co.uk slash three counties radio. Well,
15: the Police and Crime Commissioner for Bev Jolly Martins joins me in the studio. Were you wrong to go ahead with this referendum? But what was the alternative?
5: As I've said, I was not, that was not a situation. Stop the clock. I think I can do an Ollie Martins impression. I think... Careful. No, 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 I'm not gonna say anything litigious. I'm just, I'm, I'm really thinking that I can do impressions. Yeah, I know. And I can, occasionally. Yeah, I, can. I, had, I had a good Ed Miliband for a day, didn't I? Yeah.
10: And then I, can't, I couldn't do I it You used again. to be able to do Donovan.
15: The lost city of Atlantis.
5: <laughs> Atlantis. You're such an idiot. <laughs> it's a, only because that's a good impression of Donovan, and it's completely useless. And you've got to say, "And now I'm me." There's no currency in being able to do Donovan. I can't do Ollie Martin's now. Maybe I'm. do it M- again. Um, okay, hang on. And I was prepared to just sit there and do nothing about it. Well, what, 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 what was I supposed to do? Just sit there and... What? Hang on, hang on. Well, what was I supposed to do? Just sit there and do nothing about it? Those guys got me really angry. Is that it? That's not
10: bad, that's is quite, it? That's quite
1: good. Start for the first clock. Go. It's a listen to what you missed. missed. BBC.co.uk
10: slash Three Counties Radio.
5: Well, what was I supposed to do? Just sit there and. T- they got me so angry.
10: Fiddling while Rome burns. Sorry? Fiddling while Rome burns. I do know. He's be rude. No, he likes that one.
5: Um, Carpet Martin says Berlusconi's Jim ponies. Silvio tours the home counties meeting the pets of new money families with Claire Balding. Somewhere
10: there's a guy with a hipster beard writing all this down.
5: Uh, Oh, yeah, these will get pitched. These will get pitched in some uh, trendy coffee shops where you've got to sit on a shoe and they serve (laughs) coffee in a thimble. (laughs) This is happening in London, but they can't drink the coffee because the beard gets in the way. Um, Blatt'll, Blatt'll be the day, says Michael. Countdown of Sepp's favourite hits from the 50s, 60s and 70s.
10: Okay. Here we've got uh, Mark in Bedford says Blatter scatter
5: <laughs> oh God, I don't know if I like the sound of that. Like, I think I've seen that film.
10: Contestants are hunted by a team of crack tax inspectors through a hotel. Winners get a billion pounds, losers get 25 years. <laughs>
5: By the way, we're not in any way saying that Seth Blatter has broken any laws. No. He pays his tax. Uh, saying that, Chris says, Simon Cowell, Global Talent Show. People send uh, ca- in cash in brown envelopes to appear on Blatt's Entertainment.
7: I've got one. Hey, OK. Blatt's Entertainment. It doesn't blatter. Um, no, it does, mate. Go on, tell us. People um, give him a problem and he just says, don't worry about it. I'm, <laughs>
5: not. I'm, I'm geezer. It
7: doesn't, doesn't blatter. Oh, here's okay. another one.
5: So fun, fun. Great to have you back, Kelly. Thanks. You'll get up to speed soon, don't worry.
10: Michael Naylor. It says, how about Led Zeppelin,
5: Ooh.
10: where the Swiss Dodgebot forms a new wannabe rock band?
11: <laughs> <laughs> bit of, it's a bit of fun, deals. Yeah, morning boss, you're right. He can take it because he's a player. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what, Sepp Blatter is an absolute legend. You know, he really but, is. He. Well, you name me one other person who would have just carried on with a great big smile <laughs> on his face Berlusconi. in those circumstances.
10: Berlusconi. Well, Berlusconi
5: and Blatter, they, yeah. they they are separated at birth. It is it is brilliant. Everyone's yeah. going, uh, Sepp. Listen, you've you've done it for years years, right, yeah. you've made a load of money, you've had a really good run, probably best you stand I'm not standing down, in fact <laughs> he had a big party last yeah. night and today he's yeah. up for
10: election his first words in his speech was, man, wasn't that a parade
5: yeah. <laughs> you've got to love the man, you've got to love the man,
11: you have, he's, a, he's an absolute legend he's an absolute player and I think everybody who hates him yeah. is looking at those Jealous. photographs today Yeah, loads of money, flash suits, flash women, Jealous. lots of power, it's jealousy It's of the same. It
5: it's, the, it's the same uh, reason that we, um, uh, uh, we hate, uh, 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 what's his name? Sugar. Lord Sugar. Yeah. Because he's good looking, he's got loads of money oh, and Lear. loads of fit girls. Yeah. Um, hmm. And he invented abstract computers. <laughs> Just him. Mm-hmm. Ghosts. Yeah. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Spooky ghosts. Mm-hmm. Spooky, spooky... Ghosts. Imagine the scene, dear listener. You're lying on your sofa. Somebody takes a picture of you. You alone on the sofa, fiddling with a tablet, maybe updating your Facebook status, maybe checking your email, it don't matter. But when you look at the photograph, it's not just you. There's a ghostly figure that's not meant to be there. And it's definitely not been added by one of those ghost apps you can get on your phone, because the bloke said not. Well, this happened to Vicky Mills from Welling Garden City. Justin, you're with Vicky now. Tell us the story, mate.
11: What's going on? Boss, are you prepared to hear the evidence, I, I am prepared to hear the are evidence. you sure? Yeah, I, no, I really am. And I'm, you know, I'm coming at this with an open mind, brother. Yeah. Away you go. If people want to see the picture, it's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. Search for BBC Three Counties Radio. You will see the picture we are talking about right now, which is very, very weird. Vicky, thanks for joining us. Um, You're live across bed, Sarts and Bucks. You've got the picture here in your hand. It was taken two weeks ago. You think this is your grandson, Lewis, who died at the age of just eight in tragic circumstances. The night before that picture was taken, tell us what happened in your bedroom.
25: Well, I woke up about three o'clock in the morning, thought I was, um, you know, somebody was standing over me. And as I woke up, I see this white figure standing there, and all I think I heard it say was, Hello, Nan. And I just said, Lewis. And then as I shut my eyes and opened again, it was gone. So I thought nothing more of it.
11: Okay. so the next day, your eldest grandson, he's in your living room, and he takes a random photograph of you sitting on the sofa. Describe to our listeners who is also in this picture here, please.
25: Well, it's a, a white figure, when he showed me it, I I sort of went a bit white, and he said, what's the matter, Nan? And I said, I see that exact thing last night at three o'clock in my, you know, in my bedroom. And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, that was standing beside me. I said, it said, hello, Nan, to me. I said, and if you look, I said, there's a hand, I said, on the settee. I said, and the door handle's in front of it. I said, so it's got, a, it can't be just my imagination. I see the exact thing in my bedroom, because Grant didn't know nothing about the um, dream I had. Mm. Nobody knew about it except for Lewis's dad at seven o'clock in the morning.
11: We've seen pictures of Lewis in your living room. So this picture again, our listeners can see this on on social media. Do you think that is Lewis in that picture?
25: Well, yeah, I think it is because of the nose and the eyes. If you look at one of the photos I've got on my wall of Lewis, the nose and the eyes look exactly the same. Mm. And as I said, it said, hello, Nan. And I straight away said Lewis. And that was it. And let's get this absolutely
11: clear right now. Um, A bit like the guys back in the studio, you don't believe in ghosts at all, do you? So this has really spooked you out.
25: No, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm not scared of it because obviously, you know... I thought it was Lewis anyway, so, you know, but I don't actually believe in ghosts, no. And you've actually been to his grave and said, Lewis, please, stop doing this to me. (laughs) Yeah, I told him to stop, to go away and stop haunting me and go and haunt his auntie Sandra, (laughs) is what I told him to do.
11: (laughs) Okay. Um, a lot of people are going to be questioning this photograph, and they had been already this morning, saying it's a fake. Um, Your eldest grandson who took this photograph, he must have had some sort of ghost app on his phone what would you say to those people
25: well he he didn't have a ghost app on his phone the phone had been switched off for over a year and he had it he put it on charge and there was nothing on his phone it was totally wiped I said and so that's when he took the photograph just to see if it still worked and it's a it's a very old Nokia Mm, mm. see if it still worked and when my other granddaughter checked to see if it had any apps on it she couldn't find an app on it she said oh he hasn't got no apps on it and gave him the phone back but we knew it had no apps on it because it had been wiped clean.
11: OK, and just lastly, today, just to get the, the, the proof that, that you're looking for, really, um, you're going to the University of Hertfordshire with your daughter and you're going to have an expert look at this photograph because just in case, just in case yeah. your eldest grandson is messing you around, I'm sure that, that you would get hold of him by the neck if he was, but, but you want the proof that, that yeah. this really is real.
25: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to see. We don't know if the bloke's still at the university. We've been told he is. So we're going to go and see if we can find out who he is and if he would have a look at the photo. Because, yes, we want to find out if it's genuine or not. But I honestly, truthfully think that it is genuine because my grandson didn't have the app on his phone. And we'd only picked his phone up about an hour, if that, beforehand. So he'd only been on charge about five minutes when he took the photo.
11: And I definitely Justin felt something in your room as well earlier on. Vicky, thank you very much.
25: OK, darling, thank you.
11: There you go. Vicky what, did you feel in her room? what did
25: you feel in her room,
11: Justin? I How did you f- yourself, mate? It just... You felt a vibe, did you? Yeah, it just felt strange. And I think, you know, people again will look at this photograph and they'll say, oh, look at that, it's a fake. Well, you've heard the story there. Vicky yep, doesn't yep, yep, believe yep. in ghosts at all. No. And she had the dream the night before. This phone was turned off for over a year. The first phone photograph get is this.
5: Yeah, okay. And, and fair play. Sorry for the loss of Lewis. He sounds like he was a right character. Mm. Uh, a, a, a cheeky little monkey. Yeah. Let me be scientific for a moment, Justin. Go on. Supposing the, the fella that took this picture did it as a joke. No. No, hang on. And, um, uh, now that Vicky, as, you know, believes that it's Lewis. Yeah. As she would want to, of course she would. Mm-hmm. The the fellow that took the photo now can't go. Uh, sorry, Nan, I was joking because she's bought into well, the fact that it, you know she thinks it's Lewis. Well, Vicky, do you he's think done it as a pr- he's done it as a prank? I'm yeah. suggesting is it a prank?
25: And he can't no, come I out mean, now. No, if, if, if he had done it as a prank yeah. beforehand, he wouldn't have let me go to the Well and Times and show them the photograph to start with. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. and he wouldn't let me be doing all this if it was a prank. And I uh, and on my heart, I honestly know it's not a prank. Why paper. would he put you through that? well this is it yeah. I mean he'd only just picked the phone up so and it was totally dead for as I said over a year yeah. so the, there was nothing else. he hadn't even made a phone call or he didn't have a, 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 a message on it or nothing well can I, can
5: I ask Vicky was Lewis a bit of a character was he a bit of a troublemaker was he a troublemaker
25: was he a, bit of a character? Yeah. yeah, Lewis. Oh, ca- oh Lewis. Yeah. Oh, Lewis, drove me out read, my little shit. He was. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Vicky, sorry. no, no, don't you worry about <laughs> that. Me listen, up the she, wall sometimes
5: I think that around. you know that Vicky. Listen, he do everything,
25: I, everything that you shouldn't do.
5: Vicky, listen. It's uh, I know you can't hear me, but listen. Thank you very much indeed. I think you're allowed to talk about your dead eight year old grandson and use a word like that. Apologies if anyone was offended, but she was describing someone who was very close to her, and, um, well, he sounds like he was a right little so and so, doesn't it? Vicky, thank you. Wouldn't it be nice if that were true, but nah. (laughs)
6: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is closed northbound because of a two lorry accident between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes. It's causing four mile queues now, Ian called to say, at the Air, Air Ambulance and the Emergency Services are there at the scene. Also, it's looking slow southbound through that stretch as people look over from Junction 14 for Milton Keynes to 13 for Bedford. In Aylesbury on the A413, the traffic lights aren't working at Whedon Road, which is causing some delays. In Brogborough on Bedford Road, the old A421, that's still uh, closed in both directions between Highfield, Crescent and Beancroft Road at Marston Mortain. And in Borehamwood, the A1 has queued southbound from the Holiday Inn towards the Sterling Corner. Samantha Bruff, BBC Radio.
5: Thank you Sammy. Again, uh, uh, none of you would have been... Apologies if you were offended by the bad language, but I um... Permission to speak freely? I thought it was hilarious.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's eight o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Aylesbury woman served notice on her tenancy because she's pregnant. MLMP outlines government plans to ban legal highs and Luton and Dunstable Hospital to outsource its catering.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. Bianca is due to give birth in eight weeks' time but has been served notice to leave the private rented house that she shares with eight other people and her boyfriend. The landlord doesn't allow children in the house so they had to move out on Tuesday. Bianca's friend Vicky Cannell has been speaking to Ian this morning.
21: They basically have told her, I actually found something slightly different out the other day, but the council have told her she's got to, once she's had the baby, spend a night on the street before they even put her in emergency accommodation.
0: Well, Aylesbury Vale District Council say they will make temporary accommodation available to her if required and they are exploring alternative housing options. Bedford Road is closed between Brogborough and marston Mortain this morning because of a lorry fire overnight. Police were called at 10 past midnight to a collision between two vehicles on the road known as the old A421. Emergency services are currently in attendance and the road will likely remain closed for several hours. Meanwhile, the M1 is closed northbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and Junction 14 for Milton Keynes because of an accident. The government is publishing its plans to outlaw psychoactive drugs, substances designed to mimic the effects of banned drugs. Many so-called legal highs are freely sold in ordinary shops and online. Past moves to ban the drugs have been frustrated by chemists who have changed what's in them to evade the law. The policing minister and MP for Hemel Hempstead, Mike Penning, says the ban here has been
20: modelled on the approach adopted overseas. We've worked very closely with other countries to see how it's worked for them. So in the Republic of Ireland in 2010, they did the blanket ban. It is absolutely decimated, thank goodness, this, these sorts of products that young people were taking, the sale of them and, and, and the pr- pr- producing them. And so we can pick up the good things from their legislation and take it forward.
0: Police are appealing for information for a 25-year-old man who is missing in Hertfordshire. Damon de Bruin was last seen at half past nine on Wednesday morning at his home in Welland Garden City. He is thought to be in ill health and police say he may have made his way to the Digswell area and that he could be in a garden. David Cameron is visiting Warsaw and Berlin as he rounds off his two-day tour of European capitals to argue the case for changes to the EU. The Prime Minister is trying to win support for his plans before detailed negotiations start at a summit next month. The Healthcare Workers' Union claims Luton and Dunstable Hospital are taking a huge step backwards by outsourcing its catering services. It means meals that were prepared by chefs on site will now be provided by a private company and heated up. Cheryl Godber is from the union Unison. She says it will lead to a reduction in overall quality.
23: Food will be cooked elsewhere, probably many, many miles away, um, chilled and then shipped into the hospital to be preheated and then served up to the patients.
0: Well, the board of the Luton and Dunstable University Hospital made a decision in 2014 to outsource some services to improve what they say is the quality of service and to achieve better value. The weather forecast, the morning will start off dry. There'll be showers of rain later. Highs of 15 Celsius, 59 in Fahrenheit. Those are the headlines. I'm back with more at half eight tired,
5: I'm hungry, another one of these to do later on, and on the way to the other one I'm going to pay a visit to the clown, yeah the clown, the motorway clown, a bit pricey, but it just tastes so much nicer, uh, housing, hospital food, ghosts, swearing on the radio, Uh, And TV show ideas for Sepp Blatter, The Player, and Silvio Berlusconi, The Player. 08459 455555...
1: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. We'll do um, some texts as well in a minute. 81333, start your text 3CR. Yesterday we were contacted by one of our listeners, Jane. Morning, Jane, who told us her friend was heavily pregnant and facing eviction. The friend's name is Bianca Stacey, and she and her partner have been told their tenancy won't be renewed as children aren't allowed in the house they currently share with eight other people. Well, Bianca has been uh, waiting to be housed by Aylesbury Vale District Council, but she says it's, uh, it's a very anxious time. Scott Dawes is from Shelter, who help people who are homeless and living in poor conditions. Morning, Scott. Morning. I, I guess you've heard this story a million times, have you?
22: Uh, I'm afraid so. It's, um, it's increasingly common, um, not least because private renting has, has gone through the roof in, in recent decades. There are now sort of 11 million renters. Um, and uh, the number of families in many areas renting has, has doubled in the last 10 years. Um, so it's no wonder that the ending of uh, private renting agreements is now the leading cause of homelessness. So it's a it's an increasingly common um, a common problem that people come into to shelter for.
5: I can kind of understand that, the the you know if it's in the tenancy agreement and there are eight other people in the house, the the, the no kids rule. I mean, it sounds harsh, but it it kind of makes sense, doesn't it?
22: Well, a lot, of these, um, a lot of the rights are weighted in favour of the landlord. There's not a lot um, a tenant can actually do um, in, this, in this scenario. That the, you know, the, the power is with the landlord. Um, the, uh, it just highlights how, uh, how precarious private renting actually has become. And because there aren't enough homes being built at the moment, we only build half of the homes we need as a country. More and more families are renting, but it puts them at risk um, because they can't own their own home. It puts them at risk of you know, being evicted at very short notice. So um, we're actually calling for longer-term tenancies and things to make sure that people have a stable home for renting, and it's more important than ever for families.
5: What is there that someone in a situation like this, you know, they're heavily pregnant, they're going to get booted
22: out sh- shortly, what could they do? What can they do? Well, we'd always encourage uh, people to come directly to shelter. We help um, millions of people, about four million people every year, um, with various sort of housing situations. They can either come to us on our, on our, our helpline, help which is open 365 days a year, um, the number is 0808 800 4444, it's, it's completely free, and you can speak to one of our specialist housing advisors, we also have uh, website pages as well you can go to with templates um, too, but you can also go to your council, so um, uh, presumably the, 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 the people you've, um, you've had on your program mm. spoke to already went to their council, and councils are between a rock and a hard place because they've got... They're increasingly having to do more with less, but you should always be going to your council and saying, look, I'm going to be homeless or my landlord is... And do they
5: have to business. do anything? If you say, I'm going to be homeless, at what point do the council have to help? Is it in advance? Is it when you've, you know, you, you stood on yeah. the street with
22: your suitcases? When do they have to step in? Well, um, they will help you if you go to them early, early on. Um, but increasingly, because they're having to do, uh, do much more with less, Sometimes they, they're not able to, to, to give you their full attention until you are literally there with your bags. Um, if you come to shelter, we will help and uh, help you make a homeless application to your council and help try and push them along a little bit. But councils are really struggling to, to deal with the amount of people they're having to help. But um, increasingly, you're, you're right, people are having to turn up with their bags before they are being housed. And then, And then the housing accommodation, which is emergency accommodation, it's often... Poor quality. It's very expensive for the council to put people in as well. Mm. Um, so there, there are, it is hard for councils, but um, you know we do we do step in to try and uh, help get a family house wherever Stop. possible.
5: Just going back to you said. You said that shelter help four million people a
22: year. Uh, that's right. Yeah. So um, that's across all of our all of our advice sort of outlets. So people visiting the the, the website face to face because we have services around the country. So you, you can go on the website and find a local service. Yeah. Um, or you, can, um, or, you can, or you can call us. So um, Four had-
5: million is an incredibly
22: huge number. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Unfortunately, the housing crisis is, is in such a state at the moment that people are increasingly needing our help. Um, it's not just us or other organisations as well, but, you know, the, when we're only building half of the homes we need a year, yeah. we're gonna, we have to help these people, but until the government actually steps up and decides to build more homes to increase the number. Um, to make sure more people can own their own home um, and renting becomes more stable. We're, we're going to be here helping people um, over the next few years. Hey, Scott,
5: do you remember when everyone laughed and criticised Ed Miliband for suggesting that he might introduce rent caps?
22: Uh, yeah, well, yes, yeah. There were lots of policies that came out in the election about housing. We were pleased that housing was up the agenda. Yeah. Um, I mean, rent caps is, is, can be problematic. Um, at the moment, we're calling for just things like stable rental contracts. So, so renters at the moment you know, can be turfed out after six months or even less. Um, but we think that renters should have a, a stronger voice and should be allowed to stay in the home a little bit longer, a bit like more on the continent. So if you have a three-year or a five-year tenancy mm. and you know what your rent increase is going to be, you can plan for the future. But at the moment, it's just very, very precarious for private renters.
5: Scott, I appreciate your, uh, your time. Scott Dawes from, uh, from Shelter. Four million people a year, they help. Blimey. Uh, we're asking for pro- programmes for Sepp Blatter and Silvio Berlusconi. I've got no idea why. Uh, Carpet Martin says a panorama special, Sepp sees hep Oh. Sepp Blatter looks at the fallout from the Penrose inquiry into contaminated blood. I-, I would watch that. I would watch that. Um, um, uh, Blatt's Boys, says Amory, I'll let you decide what that's about. And um, Sean says, um, in regards to uh, the nan we just spoke to, who called her deceased grandson, oh, he's a right little so and so. He says, "Oh, that's, that's quite endearing, that." And it is. It's such a nan thing to say.
10: It was said with affection.
5: Oh no, yeah, it wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't a criticism. Um, and that's why I think we can get away with that this morning because everyone knows exactly what she was talking about. Texas,
10: please. Well, not too many uh, Texas here. No one cares about blatter. Guy, apart from, says Tony.
5: Guys, he's a player.
10: <laughs> we are real. Every
5: gentleman is jealous of him, but we're not allowed to say we're jealous of him because it, everyone's pointing the finger at Blatter. We're jealous of him. We're jealous
10: We're jealous of him either that or we're fed up of being run by uh, chances Alan Luton says have you noticed?"
5: never be fed up of being run by chances? <laughs> never
10: Alan Luton says have you noticed Blatter Berlusconi Eccleston? They're all little men is that yeah. their secret. Yeah, I think yeah. it might be the massive um, watch they carry around with them.
5: So sorry Oh, the money. money. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair play.
7: It's nice to have you back,
5: Kelly. Thanks, man. You're welcome, mate.
7: Yeah. Good things do come in small packages though. So they
10: are potentially lethal things. Mm-hmm. They could get you sacked.
5: Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to do That's this a now.
10: What you saying? Yeah.
5: Hang on, this us listen to the drums. Ooh, drums. <laughs>
26: But <laughs> potato waffles, waffling versatile, they go with eggs, beans, gypsy fingers. fish fingers. Ooh, Ooh, fish fish fingers. fingers. <laughs> potato right. waffles, okay. waffling versatile. Guys,
5: all join in with the chorus, okay? Ripertale, <laughs> all join waffles, in with the chorus. Here it comes.
26: Ripertale, <laughs> they go with eggs, beans, gypsy fingers. fish fingers. Ooh, Ooh, fish fish
5: fingers. <laughs> <But> <laughs> potato waffles, wobbly versatile. That's the chorus. They
7: make Ooh. those. And
9: we,
5: we're not allowed to say we actually got we got in really big trouble for undue prominence for um, uh, the captain Better. Uh, that's why we had to bleep that out anyway so we're uh, we're
10: we're
5: uh... It
10: was that complained wasn't it yeah or
5: Iceland so imagine right this is our rubbish this is our rubbish security is for our Prime Minister did you see number 10 Downing Street got invaded this week
10: oh yeah by a heron. Well, it looked That's like a heron. It might have been someone in a costume. That's how
5: posh David Cameron is, right? This is how out of touch he is with Britain. We got our house got invaded by a bird. It was a pigeon, right? And it terrified my boy, although he found it hilarious. It did a whoopsie in his bedroom, right? His house gets invaded by a heron. He's so a heron addict. <laughs>
10: oh, oh, oh!
5: Yeah, well, player.
10: Next stop, Swan.
5: No, mate, that That's doesn't That's what the work. Queen would
10: have.
5: With massive... G- imagine if that ha- Just imagine for a second, right? Instead of it being a heron, HERON ADDICT!
7: <laughs> Player?
5: Imagine it was a member of IS. Well... Do you know what I mean? Who says it wasn't? Exactamundo! They can train... They can train these
10: things now, our kids! Could be a drone. Could be a right drone on! With massive. Let me read the story. You know, in the war, in the World War, they used to attach bombs to like dolphins and seals and that.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, bees can sniff out explosives. That's true.
10: Don't want to give anyone an idea. In Norwich, they hung a monkey. They thought it was a Frenchman.
5: That's true. I thought that was like Gateshead or somewhere. It doesn't matter where it was. It was a hole. They hung a monkey during the war. They thought it was a Frenchman.
10: It wasn't in the war. Oh, it was in a war? Yeah, it was in a war, okay, the war! Fine. Yeah, carry on. They hung a monkey! <laughs> this is true! They hanged a monkey. Oh, no, they hung it,
5: it was in the no, past! They hung it. It was well hanged. Well. With massive gates and armed pulley. These coppers should have shot this heron. <laughs> Boom. Blat! Blatter! <laughs> With massive gates and. I don't shoot him. He's a player. With massive. I haven't got time for it now, you've been banging on so much. <laughs>
13: On the M1 it's been closed northbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes and that's caused four mile queues because of an accident that's happened there and it's the emergency services there and it's really slow in the opposite direction too so the M1 southbound has delays between Junction 14 for Milton Keynes and 13 for Bedford with about three mile queues of people slowing down to look at that. In Aylesbury on the A413 Buckingham Road the traffic lights aren't working at Whedon Road so that could be causing some delays this morning. And in Borenwood on the A1 there are queues southbound from the Holiday in towards the Stirling Corner. On the trains, Great Northern have possible 10-minute delays through Morgate because the train broke down earlier. It has been cleared from the line, but some delays are left over. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: What sort of videos have you got? 8.16...
5: Friday, the 29th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. And David Cameron is visiting Warsaw and Berlin as he rounds off his two-day tour of European capitals to argue the case for changes to the EU. Warsaw, I should say we all are. BBC Sword Three of Counties Radio. So, I mean... Guys...
17: Hello, Gary. Hello. Hi. Yes. Yeah. I I agree with you Seth Blair is a player. Thanks for calling.
5: Bye. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Well, it, it it filled the gap. It bridged. The, you're right. Do you need a breather? I like it when you come down late, because you always come down out of breath. Do you want, to, do you want me to play a little trail, or are you are you OK?
12: <coughs> oh. Um, oh, dear. No, I'm OK. All I
5: right, you're all right. I'm
12: OK, Good morning. Were you...
5: Um, oh, I
12: nearly swore, then. Were you rollicking your team upstairs? Were I, you, you horse them? I was saying, can you hurry up, please, because I'm going to get it in the neck.
5: We had an old woman swear on the show this morning. I love that. I'm not supposed to love it. I was mean, obviously, it's, but, yeah, it's outrageous, but she swore. Which word did she use? The S-word. She was, it was so sweet. It was sweet, okay? She was t- talking about ghosts. But she was talking about her eight-year-old grandson who passed away. And I said, well, what was what was Lewis like? Was he a bit of a character? She went, oh, he was a right little... <laughs> really? <laughs> but in the way that grands say that stuff, and what they mean is, I miss him and I love him and he was wonderful. Oh, he was a right little S-word. Really? Bless her, yeah. Gosh. My nan used to say similar about me, but I was actually. Were you? Yeah, I was I horrible. I can imagine. I was such a naughty little boy. I was such a naughty... Oh, I haven't got my bag now, otherwise I'd show you a picture of me playing the cello as an eight-year-old. Which for some reason I've got <laughs> in my bag. <laughs> playing it with uh, Fiona King, whose uh, brother it, it was called Wayne. That is true! That is actually fact! That is fact! Right.
12: Welcome. What's on your show this morning, my friend? <laughs> Coming up on the big phone in this morning from nine. Do you sympathise with women who get pregnant but can't afford housing? 180,000 listeners have now been online to read the story that we discussed yesterday, you'll remember, of a Milton Keynes mum with three children who was unhappy with the home she'd been given for free by the council. Today... We've all been hearing the story of Bianca Stacy, who lives with her partner in a shared house with eight people. She's fallen pregnant, and since the landlord won't allow babies, she and her partner are now struggling to find a place to live. Well, both stories centre around local women who've started families despite not being able to stand on their own two feet financially. Well, from nine this morning, I want your reaction to this. Do you sympathise with women who get pregnant but can't afford housing? I'd like your call on 08459 555
15: from 9.
1: Every Sunday morning from
15: 9. I play soul music. I've always learned, had a deep love of soul music. Soul music is such happy music anyway. When I say soul music, I'm talking about Motown and Philadelphia. Tony Blackburn. The artists that I'd play really would be people like Luther Vandross, Alexandra Neil, Sister Sledge, you know, a lot of the Motown, Diana Ross and the Supremes.
1: With two hours of great soul music for Sunday morning.
15: There's some good new soul records that come out. I do include them, but they're mainly classics. Most people like hearing music from the 70s and 80s, and uh, particularly the Jazz funky room. Tony Blackburn. Music is, has been and always has been a, lot, a very strong part of my life.
1: Every Sunday morning from 9 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Call 08459 455 555.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Yeah, the story
5: that we did on the, our show yesterday, and, and Kelly very kindly put the pictures up on Facebook, so thank you, Kelly. It's been seen like, well, we've, we've never had such a big response. It's been seen by so many people. Someone posted a comedy picture of uh, a shark. It was Scott, who's a regular contributor to the show. He's had nearly a thousand likes. Outrageous. Who'd have thunk it? Well done for getting those pics up, Kelly. That's how you work Facebook. 08459 555 is the telephone number if you uh, want to give us a call. 81333, start your text 3CR. And it's Dennis's 90th birthday. If he makes it to midnight, I lose a tenor. We'll speak to Dealey about that in a bit. Hospital food is often ridiculed, he said, switching uh, tracks and changing tacks. But the meals served up at the Luton and Dunstable Hospital have been rated among the best in the country, which is why Unison members uh, uh, have concerns about plans to outsource its food services so there'd be no on-site chefs anymore. We spoke to someone from Unison, first argument was great, You, you, you eat freshly produced food, it's healthier for you. right? Then they kind of said, well, it'll be more expensive to do it the new way. What? It'll be more expensive. We've got figures. Sorry? Where are the figures? Well, I haven't got them in front of me. What are the figures? We think it'll be more expensive. They didn't have an argument. It's going to be cheaper. But the health benefits, I think, are pretty well uh, proven, and uh, we can talk more about that with Alex Jackson, the coordinator for the Campaign for Better Hospital Food. Alex, explain to people who don't know why that um, eating good food in hospital is, is an important part of recovery.
15: Well, it's. It, 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 I mean, there's there's good uh, data to show that where um, patients are eating, actually eating the food for a start, because up to 50% of hospital food is wasted. But where patients are eating the food and it's nutritious, um, you know, they are they are they are recovering more quickly. And particularly, that's particularly true in hospitals where they're they're there for a long time. Their mental health trust, for example, where patients are there for for months or years at a time, it's really important that they're, fed, that, they're that they're fed good food.
5: It's very rare, isn't it, for uh, for hospitals these days to, to prepare the foods in-house, as it were, freshly.
15: Well, what we're seeing, over the last 10 years, uh, hospitals have shut their kitchens. Um, but in the last sort of six, eight months, we've seen a, a comeback, if you like, of the hospital kitchen, and, and some trusts in some parts of the country are committed to putting kitchens back on their premises and to cooking freshly cooked food for patients. So that's why it's so surprising that Luton Dunstable Hospital or going ahead with closing their kitchen, because supp- it goes su- against the trend.
5: But Alex, I suppose it's, it's to do with money, isn't it? And the, 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 it's gonna be cheaper to outsource the food, get it pre-prepared, bring it in and heat it. And, and hospitals
15: haven't got much money. Yeah, no, and I think, actually you're wrong in that, in that respect. It's definitely not cheaper. How is it more expensive? Well, I can give you an example, actually. There is a hospital trust in, in Oxford, which is shutting its kitchen and has said that it will save it uh, about £300,000 in total. But actually, over the long term, I can bet you that it will cost the the trust more money because what, what happens is caterers lose their ability to control their menus. They lose their ability to negotiate for fresh food from local suppliers. Basically their hands are completely tied. Right.
5: Where's the sorry Alex, where's the and I'm sorry to push this. Where's the evidence it's more expensive? You just said I bet you it would be more expensive in the long run, but where's yeah. the evidence it's more expensive? Well,
15: if you go to our website, which is the I'm not cafe. going to
5: I'm talking to you now. Where's <laughs> I, well, I'm talking to you right. now. I'm not going to go online. Where's the evidence it's more expensive? Give me the evidence it's more expensive to outsource the food and the claim that you just made that that hospital says they're going to save 300 grand is rubbish.
15: Well, the figures are in three reports on our website. So you can go to that I can't, I don't remember the, the thing exactly. Well, Alex,
5: them. you knew you were going to be talking about this, mate. Well, you, you, it, it, how is it more expensive to outsource the food?
15: But for the reasons that I gave, because over the long term what you see is hospitals being their hands are tied, they can only buy pre-prepared ready meals. Uh, they, they, those The cost of those meals stay the same or go up over time. And what you have with fresh cooked food is the ability of of, of caterers to I mean obviously you spend more on staff so you have you have more caterers employed to cook the food on site I actually think that's a good investment to invest in people invest in right jobs. so you
5: save money by having less staff yes you save money by not having the facilities on site
15: well do you I mean I, well
5: I was, yeah that, you, well, d- well you tell me you apparently have got the figures to prove otherwise
15: well, the, as I said, the figures, which there is a complicated picture, and you need to. You know, there's a lot of figures showing a lot of different data about lots of savings over time. So I think you know, your listeners will have to go to the website. Then, Alex, done they're
5: done. not going to make. They're not going to. I thought you know you could, you could explain it. To me. I I don't believe, and no one has been able to tell me that it's going to be more expensive to outsource the food.
15: Well, we'll le- we'll le- we'll we'll leave that to we'll leave that to your listeners.
5: Okay, okay. Alex, thank you very much indeed. That's Alex Jackson, coordinator of the campaign for better hospital food. What is going on this week? <laughs> Everyone keeps saying, "Oh no, it's going to be more expensive." Well, where's the evidence? Go to the website. No, I'm talking to you. You're here now. Tell me. Oh, it's complicated, mate. Listeners, are- here's the thing, right? People come on and plug their websites. Okay. I guarantee that hardly anybody is going to go and click on that website. A few will, but hardly anybody will. I know that for a fact. Because I've done it with my website and other... I've plugged things. They won't. Do
10: you know, it's a real pity that Luton and Dunstable Hospital didn't come on because they could have ended this now. (laughs) They will not be spending money that they can ill afford. I just don't believe it. And maybe the plans aren't even that advanced. Peace out. (laughs) <laughs> but, the, you know, the other thing about this is everyone would rather that food was better in hospitals.
5: Here's the thing, right, if you're coming onto a show to talk about um, um, uh, how th- mm. things are changing and it's going to cost more money or save more money, I don't know, maybe have those numbers in front of you. Hello, you know, I, I'm going to say this now. I do not believe that outsourcing food to a hospital is going to be more expensive. It's going to be cheaper, otherwise they wouldn't have done it. Oh eight four five nine four double five. I've got a right cob on just, now. Just
10: give us the evidence.
5: Just give us the ev, mate. Oh eight four five. He'll complain. There'll be another complaint. I don't care. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. You can text eight one three double three. Start your text three cr. Uh, or you can send me a cheeky email, ian.lee at uk. Have we got any texts? Yeah, we have. Well, hey.
10: Tony, you know uh, the, st- the st- story we're talking at the top of the hour about, um, which was Bianca and Jason? They're living in a shared oh, yeah. house with eight other people. Yep. She's very pregnant, she's about seven months pregnant, uh, and she's been told that because she's having a baby, no children allowed in the house, she's got to leave on Tuesday. Um, no sympathy here in this text message from Tony in traffic on the A5. Morning, Tony in traffic she, on the A5. She knew she would be asked to leave the house if she had a child, so she should not become pregnant if she can't afford to move. She's That's now great. publicising it to put pressure on the council. Actually, she didn't come to us, one of her friends did. Um, and then had to ask her whether she wanted to join us. So, no, she didn't really come to us in the first place. So they'll provide her with a free house. It's another symptom of today's society. Don't have kids if you can't afford to, says Tony.
5: She didn't know she was pregnant, did she? No. She didn't yeah. know she was pregnant when she moved in the uh, house. And also, I, I, I can, it's, a, it's a weird one, because, yeah, I, I can kind of see that, but then you're saying only rich people can have babies. Uh, and, you know, when we had our kids, we did the maths. Could we afford a kid? And we were, you know, we're in a very fortunate position, my wife and I. We're both doing all right. And we've been a bit lucky with work and a bit lucky with buying property at the right time. We're doing all right. So we did the maths, but then you're kind of saying okay. uh, only rich people or people that are uh, a certain so amount... So if you
10: don't and you get pregnant, you should have an abortion That's uh, for society. State is, that, is that right?
5: State-sponsored abortion. I don't know. It's confusing. And we're going down a slightly sour uh, track. So let's, for the last 30 minutes of the show, let's lift the mood, shall we? Travel news for beds, cards
6: and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is closed northbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes and the queues are all, all, all the way back from Junction 12 for Flitwick now it's because the emergency services are there and also it's looking slow southbound from Junction 14 for Milton Keynes to 13 for Bedford with people looking over to the opposite carriageway. It looks like it's really busy as well on the A5 in both directions between Mark Markgate and Hockliffe, because of people using that as a diversion route for the closure of the M1 and we've just been told that it's really 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 busy at a standstill there with lots of lorries. In Brockborough on the Bedford Road, the A421, that's got a... Uh, that's closed between Highfield Crescent and Beancroft Road because of a lorry fire. And in Bricketwood on the North Orbital Road, that's slow at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. There's no reports of any problems, though, on the trains. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you very much, I'm arguing with Scott about this. He's going, it's obvious it'll be more expensive to outsource because if you buy the ingredients for 500 meals and make them, it'll be a shed load cheaper than buying 500 prepared meals. They're doing it for kickbacks. Well, no, no, Scott, you're a, an absolute muppet because those prepared meals cost like twopence, halfpenny each. They're mass-produced. They'll be producing like thousands and thousands of meals for different
1: hospitals. Are you really that dumb?
6: Across beds. And breathe. And
0: bugs.
1: This is BBC's Three Counties Radio.
0: Half past eight with the headlines, I'm Barry Caffrey. Three people have died in a collision between a lorry and a car on the old A421, the Bedford Road, in the early hours of this morning. Police were called at ten past midnight and the road is closed between Brogborough and marston Mortain. It's likely to remain closed for some time. Two people have been taken to hospital. A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. Bianca is due to give birth in eight weeks but has been served notice to leave the private rented house that she shares with eight other people and her boyfriend. Aylesbury Vale District Council say they will make temporary accommodation available to her if required. The government is publishing its plans to outlaw psychoactive drugs, substances designed to mimic the effects of banned drugs. Many so-called legal highs are freely sold in ordinary shops and online. Past moves to ban the drugs have been frustrated by chemists who have changed what's in them to evade the law. Police are appealing for information for a 25-year-old man who is missing in Hertfordshire. Damon de Bruin was last seen at half past nine on Wednesday morning at his home in Welland Garden City. It's thought he may be in the Digswell area. David Cameron is visiting Warsaw and Berlin as he rounds off his two-day tour of European capitals to argue the case for changes to the EU. The Prime Minister is trying to win support for his plans before detailed negotiations start at a summit next month. And the Healthcare Workers' Union claims Luton and Dunstable Hospital are taking a huge step backwards by outsourcing its catering services. It means meals that were prepared by chefs on site will now be provided by a private company and heated up. And the weather forecast, there will be some rain later. Some of the rain will be very heavy. Strong gusty winds too, with highs of 15 Celsius, 59 in Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: In cricket, Captain Alistair Cook needs just 32 more runs in the second test against New Zealand this morning to become England's highest run scorer in test cricket. Cook says that helping England win is more important than personal milestones.
3: Your job as a batter is to score runs, so, you know, however nice it will be if I do score 30, 31, 32, whatever it is to pass the great man, it, um, you know, that's that won't be enough for the game, you know, we have to we're talking, you know, you wanna sell up with big hundreds and, and big scores.
0: The vote to elect FIFA's president takes place today as Prince Ali bin al-Hussein challenges the current president, Sepp Blatter. The election takes place after bribery and racketeering charges were laid against several top FIFA officials by US prosecutors. Blatter has already resisted calls to resign, led by UEFA President Michel Palatini and Richard Bevan, the chief executive of the League Managers Association, who says Blatter should not remain as president. The time has come that the 79-year-old president of FIFA needs to step down. We do not want him into a fifth term. Now,
12: whether it's the 209 countries that decide in the vote, or whether it's UEFA
0: and their vote's changing, or whether it's the sponsors like McDonald's and Adidas having an impact, there must be change. In tennis, Andy Murray has called for there to be more clarity after he was punished twice for exceeding the 22nd time limit between points during his second round win over Chaos Sousa at the French Open. Meanwhile, Heather Watson is out. She lost in straight sets to American Sloane Stephens. And in golf, the former Open champion, Pork Harrington, has teed off at 10-8 this morning in the second round of the Irish Open. Harrington was the overnight leader by one shot on four under par. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Rory McIlroy faces an uphill battle to make the cut when he tees off at lunchtime after carting a nightmare nine over par 80 in his opening round. BBC Three Counties Radio news. Our next bulletin is at nine. Call
1: 0844 455 555.
6: BBC
5: Three Counties Radio. Ian says, "I think the Carnival lads can explain the outsourcing of meals at the L and D, mate. Give them a call." (laughs) if you don't know what he's talking about um may i suggest was it yesterday's show we had the carnival uh, gentleman on was it yesterday or the day before yesterday go to the bbc iplayer go to yesterday's show and uh jump to about two hours and five minutes um we had some <laughs> we had some right chances on i mean really talking about uh, the luton and dunce i kicked them all out in the end i kicked the fella in the studio out and i cut what i cut the other two off i just couldn't <laughs> What's been with the guests this week? I, I mean,
10: don't that... know because in that case, I mean, they're all talking about different things, not listening to each other, and I haven't got a clue what was going on. I can understand how it can be disorganised though if you've got all those kind of parties doing their own thing.
5: Callin's on the line. Morning, Callan. Morning, Ian. What you got for
19: us, fella? Not bad. Um, just uh, just listening into what you're discussing about um, about um, the hospital deals. Yes, and uh, considering that catering companies that are doing currently the catering to uh, to hospitals, they are commercial enterprises, so yeah. they obviously they will have their um, uh, you know their their profit on top of the costs. Yes. Whilst a hospital, if the produce is done in house, yeah. it's going to only pay for some stuff, and the benefits are clear. There is a little bit of more. Um, money left to buy more produce for the hospital it is definitely fresh cooked in the house and everyone wins Let's but but it's it chi-
5: but it's cheaper yeah. to get the it's cheaper to get mass produced food prepared off so- or off-site isn't it
19: um, I would highly doubt because even if it's mass deals, not to forget that a uh, catering company will always have um, a percentage added to the cost. Yeah. And that percentage would increase in time, if not already, it's increasing. Whilst, Whilst it will always be uh, at a minimum food standard, and people. Oh, the, the food! Time. Listen,
5: I'm pretty sure, Callan, the food is going to be yeah. rubbish compared. You know, it, it, it's the, the, the yeah. taste comparison and the health comparison. The, the, the stuff that's freshly prepared, of course, is going to be better. But yeah, it's going to be cheaper. Even if they're a business, mass produce. I mean, they're, and they're not going to just make 500 meals. They're mm-hmm. going to be making thousands of meals. You know, they're, 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 that's how they're going to make their money.
19: Yeah, of course they will, they will, but still they will have a certain percentage profit. Added on the top of the cost of the meal, um, and that little percentage, even if it's five percent, because I don't think they would go less than five percent. I would more be be inclined to believe that it's going to be about fifteen or twenty. And this is the
5: Callin, This is the problem yeah. I've had with everybody today, right? With, and, yeah. and and your yeah. argument as well. And I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. And by the way, you say catering. Exactly. I've never heard anyone say catering so beautifully. Can you say it again for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> catering oh so it's like catering yeah uh, but um th- th- everyone said, oh well, yeah, we think it's going to be more expensive well well no
19: one's everyone's thinking that, but no one's got the evidence well, to back that up well it's not about it's not about uh, trying to give up evidence here, but what I can definitely tell you is that any commercial enterprise yeah it, it's like look, I'll give you a simple example if you buy a sandwich from a sandwich shop you would be okay. paying probably, let's say, £2. If you go home, buy the same bread, the same butter, the same whatever, bacon. You go home, you do the sandwich. Believe you me, it's going to be cheaper. Yeah, and got, why? Well, yeah, uh... that, that's the point. That's the idea. So uh, just, just simply making a mathematical calculation, because I'm not going to buy no, the no, most I got No, Cali, no, mm. no, 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 no. It
5: doesn't work like that. You can't. doesn't you, like that. You can't then upscale it like that. The fact that they're making thousands of meals, yeah. those meals are going to cost. Well, if you're going to make stuff up, I'm going to make stuff up. Those meals are <laughs> going to. We, we might as well. We're in the world of fantasy. It would appear. Those meals are going to cost pennies, pennies. Ah. Uh... You the know, very fact I, that they're buying more ingredients and more yeah. things means they can do it cheaper than uh, yeah. the hospital can. Yeah, they'll have a cheeky little markup, sweet player, but yeah. it's going to
19: be cheaper, isn't it? Um, I still don't. I wouldn't believe that. I wouldn't believe that, right, wouldn't believe that because the, the suppliers that are for the hospital, yeah. uh, that are for the catering company. Oh, again, again. catering. You go again. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. it. All right. Callan, uh, listen, so your
5: your homework yeah. this weekend is to find Ev, and we you to find evidence that it's actually going to be more expensive. And then you can call me up on Monday, and you right. can pwn me, fella. You can take me down <laughs> to a place I like to call Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Callan, do you listen to this nonsense a lot,
19: this show? I do listen quite a lot, and it's not nonsense, you well, know. Well, you're very I'm... kind. And it's the, fir- well, it's the first well, time we've you. spoken, isn't it? I believe so, yes. Yes, I've spoken to your colleagues uh, a couple of times before. but um, Everyone is saying, oh, your accent is very interesting. Where are you from? Well, I'll let you guess.
5: (laughs) I'm not even going to... Hang on. uh, Catherine has (laughs) has slept her way around the world.
10: Well, I haven't been here. (laughs) Egypt? Are you Egyptian?
5: No. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, don't offend the man.
10: He'll never call He's us again. He said guess. He no, opened the you know gonna... No,
19: It's, it's no offence. I've been to Egypt. However, I'm not Egyptian. No, I'm Romanian. I was born in Romania. And, no. I and this is why, no. you see, this yes. is this is most why of,
5: we we didn't allow, we didn't allow, Colin, <laughs> this is why we didn't yeah. allow Nigel Farage to,
19: to get much power. Oh, you know what? I love the guy. No!
5: We want yes, more of I you know. over here.
19: Are you going to stop that? <laughs> no, let me tell you something. The guy has a point. He doesn't know how to bring Get across. cross. Fair enough. Okay. If somebody else would be more charming to put it across well, it would be funny and even better. But I agree with him in principle. Well, in that case, Callin,
5: go go yeah. back home then. Oh <laughs> I no! If my wife, if my wife wouldn't be British, oh, I wouldn't be here. Oh, but... I see. So, uh, oh, so you agree uh... with Farage, but only because it works for you? He's only here for the ladies. No, <laughs> He's here for the British not. women. Let... Get, get your hands <laughs> off our girls, Callan. Leave some for us.
19: <laughs> I will. I will. I will promise you one thing. Whenever I get my British citizenship, I'll invite Nigel to to the
5: ceremony it's really nice to talk to you mate thank you very much indeed Uh, 08459 455555 you said said
10: catering like a lot of my old boyfriend said gathering
11: gathering you're right, Just. Yes. Uh, live on the streets of uh, Welling this morning. Hey, Having you, great are, fun? Well, you are well in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bit like uh, Sep, of course. Well in there with most ladies across the world. Player. Yeah. And all the ladies, ladies
5: in the house, leaders, <laughs> that are saying that they think he's horrible. Yeah. You get jealous. Absolutely. that's Because jealous they... cause you know that he won't. He won't even give you a second yeah. look, Catering. He wouldn't be interested. That's why. Yeah. He wouldn't be mm. interested.
10: Yeah. I wouldn't be interested in that.
5: Put some red stock, red red fishnets on, and maybe he'll give you a second look. No. Okay, exactly. I'm not jumping through hoops for that. Uh, well, Let's end that there. <laughs> Justin, what <laughs> yeah. you got for us? Uh, Dennis is 90 years old today. That's true, isn't it, Dennis? Yes. Oh. Dennis? Oh. Yes. All right. <laughs> I was going to get
10: the mirror then to check <laughs> your breathing. <I'm>...
5: You're breathing. <laughs> 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 My 10 pounds could be
17: safe. <laughs> Dennis, what you do What did you get for your birthday, an Xbox? Uh, no, no, no. I'm buying some new telephones because these these two oh. in the long pieces of uh, string are not
5: working properly. At last! A new telephone! <laughs> Justin, you've got something for Dennis, have you?
11: I have. Go uh, we've got some audio to come in a second, but uh, Dennis, of course, one of our regular listeners, and people absolutely love him. Um, joining me live here in Wellin is Cell Sun, uh, as in the anti-dandruff shampoo. Um, He's approached... Uh? Yeah, yeah, Cell Sun. I'm not it's, aware of that one. Yeah. Is that like yeah. T gel? Sun, Head and shoulders? No, no. It's it's, it's a popular brand. I check it, see? All right, mate. Uh, he's come up to the car. He's a big fan of Dennis, like most people. Cellsun, <laughs> uh, you would like to uh, wish Dennis a very happy birthday. You'd like to uh, sing him a song, so take it away, sir.
8: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you happy birthday to you dear denise happy birthday to you Happy birthday, Denise. Woo! Give this man a round of applause. Oh, Come on. Wow. on.
11: Player. Yeah, player. Thank Great you. Great work, t Have a good day. Have a good day at work. <laughs> what uh, a nice gentleman. He, wasn't, he, he approached me. He said, do you mind if I sing happy oh, birthday? No. no, it's not a problem. So that's what he's had to say. Well, wonderful. Um, the streets have spoken as well. Yeah. Here's what happened. Carol, first of all, this, um, this fleece top full of um cats pussy pussy cats yes how many cats are on there i don't know i've never actually counted <laughs> them there's one two three four <laughs> there's five of them um again you come up to the car you've heard us talk about Dennis you want to wish him a happy birthday don't you yes happy birthday dennis it's nice to know you got this far <laughs> <laughs> and he he means a lot too doesn't he well anybody that gets this age he's got to mean a lot to everybody yeah because there's so much in the world to take you away these days is he a legend or a chancer always oh, a legend He's got to be, hasn't he? <laughs> he is, and I, I've been to see Fifty Shades of Grey with him as well. I can assure you, he's a legend. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ivan, good morning. You came strapped to the radio car, wanted to uh, wish Dennis a very happy 90th birthday.
15: Yes, Dennis, I hope you have a good time. At 90, you've well seen the world of, with that age. So.
11: I mean, he means a lot to you, doesn't he, Dennis? Yeah, he does, yes.
15: Yeah, so... Yeah, you know, good luck to him and keep going,
11: you know? You've got your badge on here. You're a former police officer. Um, I understand that, that Dennis, amongst police officers, it is often spoken about. He's, he, he's a big deal there, isn't he?
15: He is, as far as I'm aware, yes. So, you know, that's all I can say at the moment. So I'm no. sorry, of him. Okay, that's that a
11: great police line. That's all I can say <laughs> for the time being. Thank you, sir. Take care. There you go, Dennis. How are you feeling?
17: Oh, over the world. Hop, hop, that's... Hop, 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 going up. That's not a phrase, mate, over the world. Yes, yes. Well, I'm looking down at you. What? I'm looking down at all... You, are you getting in as many of these legal highs as you can before they outlaw them? Naturally. Good yeah. lads. Uh, Dennis, have
5: a lovely day, mate. Thank you if very you, much. If you make it to tomorrow, then that tenor will will end up somewhere.
17: But if you don't, uh, you owe I'll me cash. I'll be there in the morning, don't worry. Ta-ta, Dealey.
11: Yes. What's on your show tomorrow, mate? Uh, between 12 and 2, quite simply, boss. Two hours of fantastic music. And fantastic memories. If you've not heard it before, tune in tomorrow. We had a, a really, really busy bank holiday programme. A lot of requests to come from that show on tomorrow's show. Two hours of great music. What more do you want? Thank you very much indeed.
5: Uh, always worth a listen. Cypriot Jim, yes, boss? Calimera, Calimera Tikhanis!
17: Uh, I can't remember any more of the Greek. I've forgotten it all. <laughs>
5: forgotten it all. <laughs>
17: I'm just walking the dog. What a lovely you're day. You're doing what? To, you're Colorado. doing what? I'm walking the dog. I'm walking in in the Oliver. dog. Okay. Oh, yeah, beautiful! Yeah. What have you got for Bravo. us, Jim? I wanted, I wanted to say to you, "Skasse" in Greek. Shut up in Greek. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Is you that ch- not good? You cheeky! <laughs> I, uh, there's one word I want to say to you in Greek, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> Travel news for beds, hards, and bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. There are long delays on the M1. Northbound from Junction 12 for Flitwick to Junction 4, uh, 13 for Milton Keynes because of an accident that's closed it northbound. There's also really slow southbound because of people looking over to sea from Junction 14 for Milton Keynes to 13 for Bedford. In Mark 8 on the A5, that's really slow in both directions because of the closure and it's the diversion route. So all the way along the A5 it's looking very slow, particularly between Lynch Hill and Woburn Road. And Bedford Road in both directions is closed between the High. Um, Feel Crescent at Brogborough and the Beancroft Road at Martinston mortain That's because of a separate lorry that's on fire. On the A413 Buckingham Road in Aylesbury, that's got the traffic lights not working at Weedon Road. That's causing some slight delays on the speed sensors. No reports of any problems though on the trains. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Sammy, thank you very much. Have a nice weekend. Oh, I'll speak to you in a minute, actually. I retract that... Um Comment about the weekend and we'll we'll do it again later. Or maybe not. See how we feel. Might have changed my mind by then. I might have wanted to have a terrible weekend. I just don't know, Kelly. I'm like a crazy man running around town naked. 8.47. 8.47. It's Friday the 29th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Three people have died in a collision between a lorry and a car on the old A421, the Bedford Road, in the early hours of this morning. And David Cameron is visiting Warsaw and Berlin as he rounds off his two-day tour of European capitals to argue the case for changes to the EU. Let's get the weather, Elizabeth! <laughs>
14: Beds, hearts, and Bucks weather.
5: BBC Three Counties
6: Radio.
14: Hello, very good morning to you. We're going to see some heavy rain soon, probably over the next couple of hours or so. That's when it's going to start to push in from the west. And uh, we'll see some heavy downpours just for a a short time, I think, and some strong gusts of wind as that rain eventually clears its way eastwards. Um, So by the time we get to the middle of the afternoon, it should be much drier again. We will perhaps see some showers around, but lots of dry spells and some spells of sunshine as well to end the day. Top temperatures today up to around 16 degrees, 61 in Fahrenheit. The winds will start to ease down through the afternoon too. Now, as we get into tonight, it's going to be dry. It will feel quite chilly. The winds are going to lighten considerably. We could be looking at lows of around 5 or 6 degrees Celsius in some of the rural spots, so a bit cooler than it has been over the past couple of nights or so. And then tomorrow, a nice day. Lots of sunshine around, particularly through the morning, starting to cloud over somewhat, uh, turning the sunshine a bit hazier as we head into the afternoon, but highs of 16 or 17 degrees all in all the better day of the weekend because we've got rain spreading in from the west as we head through Saturday night into Sunday morning. So wet and windy starts the day on Sunday, but again it should turn drier and brighter into the afternoon. Monday and Tuesday looking rather unsettled, but from Wednesday onwards it looks like we could see some fine and dry weather with climbing temperatures. That's the forecast.
1: Every weekday morning. Coming up
12: at nine on the big phone in this morning. Is it a good idea to make jobless teenagers work for their benefits? How would you like this country to stand up to President Putin? Are you surprised to see British people being blatantly
1: racist?
23: The JDS Show. I think we've got to get over this issue about racism doesn't exist. It it has existed. It will probably carry on existing. What I wanted to say is
15: they've got this completely the wrong way around. You know, that that, that is also true. That is also true. You
21: will always get some, but they are such... A minority. Oh, the
15: man's a perfume. Get him up, get him out of bed. Give him a sense of
24: purpose. The
12: JVS Show. Do you think we have got to, as a country, start taking this issue
1: more seriously? Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Kelly, spell square!
7: <laughs> S-C-U... What? Oh, my God! Ah!
1: Yep, that actually,
5: that actually happened on the radio. Matt's on the line. Good morning, Matt! Good morning. morning. Sorry, Kelly.
10: I did it for entertainment reasons. But you did it. Every time you play that, she looks around with panic. yeah. Like yeah. you're asking her again. Thank
9: you. Matt,
5: Matt, we, we've had our quota of old folk today. What oh. do you want to bang on about? Uh, it's my birthday. So, so, so what? I'm entitled to have my name mentioned on the radio. No, Matt. No, no, yeah. retract, retract, Matt. Retract. Okay. Hang on a second. How old are you, Matt? Seventy-five. Oh, that's nothing. You're a you're a, you're I'm a mere boy. baby yeah, compared to Paris. Are you? Oh. Yes, this morning. Are you
26: going to go to Gay Paris? Uh, I'm going to Paris and I'm going to uh, Hotel de Paris. Oy! Oh! Yeah,
5: yeah. Who's the lucky lady, Matt?
26: Oh, yeah, you going to pick I'm one up when you get you. there? I will tell you when I come back.
5: Hey, Matty, boom boom. You're yes, not staying in Pigalle,
26: are you? We will be. We will be on the Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah. And we will. Uh, we will do. Uh, are you doing a French, you French? We will Ring the bells of Notre Dame. I don't
10: think you will.
5: I don't think they let you do that, and the Eiffel Tower is full of pickpockets. You know that, don't yeah, you? We'll keep an eye out for the pickpockets. Have
10: you got Thank a you. bum bag?
26: I've, I've got to, no. I've, uh, yeah, yeah. As you I'm very good with my money, so don't worry about it, Ian. I'm a bit like you, Ian, because you won't come up to the for a drink.
5: I'm, I'm terrified of that place. It sounds awful. Very careful, yeah. Well, though, we Paris, they do good food, they do good food there, don't they? Absolutely now. Yeah. yeah How buddy. long are you going to go to Paris for? till Monday. Oh my. Dirty weekend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. on bleu. Are you going to suck on what? Bleu. <laughs> Are you going on the train? Yes, on oh. the old Euro star. <laughs>
10: He's very French today, isn't
26: he? I'm very French today. Are I'm, you going
10: on your own or is uh, someone
5: escorting you there? I've got uh, a friend with me today. And what is her name? Uh, I am not telling you. Oh!
26: Hey! A big big mouth. But what? I will not say nothing to you, because you spread it around.
5: Hey, I, I hopefully you'll be spreading it around, Matt. If, oh, if, uh, I hope so. If everything goes to plan, you yes, mucky very old good. devil. Yes,
26: yes, I'm looking forward to it.
10: Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to, to
26: what? <laughs> I Listen. sound like Seth Blatter.
10: You, you sound like Sasha Distel. I don't think anyone
7: can resist. Sasha Distel.
26: Uh, Raindrops falling on my head. Gone, well,
5: Kelly, what?
7: What time are you coming to get me, Matt? <laughs>
5: Kelly, we are going to have a great time, I can guarantee you that. Well, uh, Matt, listen, um, I am shocked, I'm speechless, have a wonderful birthday, have a wonderful time, have a great bunk-up, and uh, (laughs) fingers fingers crossed we'll speak Uh to you on Monday unless it kills
26: you. Okay, I'll be still here Monday, don't you worry. Ta-ta, Matt, have fun. Au
5: revoir.
10: <laughs> he's going on a dirty weekend get in there my I son i
7: love how happy he sounds he never sounds that happy <laughs> well i knew there had to be
10: a change it's not just his birthday oh isn't and that christmas funny. has come too isn't that funny <laughs> that's brilliant
5: yeah well done matt well uh, happy birthday dennis happy birthday matt and um you know have a, he won't be going up the eiffel tower he ain't gonna leave that hotel room <laughs> <laughs> partly because he'll put his back out uh, Sue's in Aylesbury morning Sue sorry you have to, morning. I'm sorry you have to follow that filth it's outrageous that's pensioners fine. having it away oh, naughty
18: that's fine
5: what have you got for us Sue?
18: I was just going to tell you that um, there's a fantastic charity in Aylesbury um, known as HAG, Aylesbury Homeless Action Group they work very closely with um, Aylesbury Vale District Council and all of the um, associated agencies um, I was Thought, I thought of it with the story you were running about the um the the uh, the pregnant um, young lady, yes, yep, there's a couple yep. and she's
5: pregnant In the house they're in, they, they're not allowed to stick around and so they're going to get booted out next week. It's yep. all rather unpleasant. Yep. And we get wish yourself,
18: them... She should get herself down to Elfbyville District.
5: And what? And what, and what uh, so just this charity you mentioned, Sue, what, how, how would they be able to help? What kind of practical advice can they offer to someone uh, who is in a, a, a pretty desperate situation, let's not forget?
18: Well, I'm just a volunteer. I, do, I don't know all the ins and outs, no. but they have got trained caseworkers that work um, on all of the problems that uh, have caused a person to be yep. homeless, um, they are a really fantastic charity. As I say, they normally work with referrals from Elfbury Vale District Council. Um, uh, they can be contacted. There's a phone number: 01296 435026, or just rock up at their offices um, and ring the bell. That's at 2 Rickfords Hill.
5: So, so listen, I really appreciate you mentioning that. It's, you know, it's a desperate situation for that poor uh, uh, couple, soon-to-be trio, um, and uh, let's hope it all gets uh, sorted out one way or t'other. Boils.
10: Yes, text. do you want a text? Uh, this is from Katie in Luton. Morning, Katie in Luton. I'm incensed by the situation that blame and responsibility lies with the woman that gets pregnant. There's no mention of a father who seems to be free to opt out without criticism. I work in abortion care, so I have more experience than most of women making really difficult decisions. Thanks very much uh, for that one, Katie. Uh, we've also got um, one here from uh, another Matt saying, who's the French bloke? <laughs> Matt! It was Mathieu.
5: Oh, dear. Naughty, naughty. Uh,
10: and, uh, well, um, Janet, who doesn't often write things approving of Janet me, hates
5: the show, listens to the show every day, hates it, and texts every day with her, her hatred.
10: I'm shocked to find that for the first she's time... She's shocked.
5: She's f- oh, shock, Shocked and... Chockled.
10: Cuckled in. to find that for the first time I'm in agreement with Mr. Lee. Get in there. She always calls you Mr. Yeah. Well, Although I, what I've, comes next isn't always the most polite. No, it doesn't matter. Respect. Why do these so-called experts come on so unprepared to plead their case and expect us to do the hard work? Janet.
5: All oh, right, so I've, well I've won the argument with Scott. We've been arguing during the show about this, how of course I've been saying of course it's cheaper. Because if you go to a private company... Okay, Scott said, I'm going to go get a private company to make my dinner for me tonight and bring it round me house. Save myself a fortune, you... Then he uses a very rude sexual swear word. And the thing is, right... So it's not just one hospital ordering from a private company. It will be, let's say, five hospitals ordering mm. from a private company. This is how they save the money. It's, it's basic maths, guys. So it's five hospitals ordering from a private company. And if we say that each hospital is ordering, let's be, a thousand meals each... That's then 5,000 yeah. meals. That's how they can afford to do it cheap, guys. It's, 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 it's basic maths. His, his next tweet is, you naive crumb.
10: Hang on a minute. You know the government's paying you for... like the one, Kels? <laughs> you know the government's paying for school dinners these days? Yes, mate. How many schools have actually got kitchens anymore? A lot of them opt get people to bring in these chilled meals and they wouldn't do that if it was more expensive.
5: Chillax. Um, here's something for you, Catherine. Oh. Uh, India's PM, Narendra Modi, is to perform yoga publicly in New Delhi to boost its popularity.
10: Excellent. Because yoga's uh, not very popular, is it?
5: <laughs> You're going to start doing yoga With Yeah, Monday. F- with, that, um, with, with Brendan, Brendan upstairs.
10: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I've got the lycra.
5: Why are you going to do it? I've done yoga, and all it is, it's a room full of middle-aged women blowing off.
10: Well, I'm a middle-aged woman, and
5: needs. <laughs> <to. laughs> <laughs> I've got a stomachache. <laughs>
10: But, but it's, it's yoga's. I need a little bit of headspace, and I think that that would be an excellent no, it... combination of both the Zen No, it's not. The whole the... thing
5: about. Because I did yoga for a bit, and the whole thing about yoga being good for centering yourself and meditation,
10: it's not. Whoa, it's it's whoa. really, really hard work. Who's the most chilled person in the office? Uh, Brendan. Yeah. Brendan's a yoga master.
5: He, hang on, he's not the most chilled person in the oh, office. He is. Have you ever, sat, have you ever spoken to Shags? Shags is just like a bloke with long hair and a beard.
10: Okay, let me rephrase then. Who's the most buff, zen person in the office? Tony Fisher. No, come on.
5: <laughs> I know, that was a joke, obvs. Obs. But I d- I've done cute. the yoga, it's really hard work. I think I can take it. I don't think, you, when, when's your first lesson? Monday. We'll talk about it on Tuesday. All right, fine, we will do, mate, and you, you'll be, you will be stiff all over. I
10: think you'll Why like is that it? a bad thing?
5: That's it, that's your lot, thank goodness. Great to have you back, Els. What? <laughs> Do you see what I'm dealing with here, guys? Let's try that again. Great to have you back, Els. Thanks. There we go, thanks very much indeed. Let's get the trap. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and
6: bugs.
13: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is still closed northbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes after an accident and that's causing delays all the way from Junction 12 for Flittick and it's really slow southbound through that stretch from Junction 14 for Milton Keynes to 13 for Bedford because of people looking over at the accident. In Little Brick Hill on the A5 northbound, that's got queues around the McDonald's roundabout with people avoiding the M1. It's also slow all the way down the M5 and the a a505 Luton Road in Dunstable is really slow as well between Boscombe Road and the A5 High Street North. Lots of drivers trying uh, to get past that everywhere the closure of the M1. In Brogborough on the Bedford Road nearby, That's been that's still closed between Beancroft Road and Highfield Crescent in both directions after an accident in the night. And in Aylesbury on Buckingham Road, the traffic lights aren't working at Whedon Road. Samantha Brough, BBC 3. Country, now
5: have a nice weekend, Samantha. Thank you very much. You're very, much. very and welcome. Ta-ta! That's it, that's your lot guys. Don't forget, a new podcast will be up soon. Thanks, Kells, for putting it together. We've recorded some nice extra bits as well that won't have been out on the radio. We'll get that on iTunes a little bit later on or the BBC Three Counties website. Until Monday at six from us, ta-ta!
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
12: Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Friday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in, do you sympathise with women who get pregnant but can't afford housing? 180,000 listeners have now been online to read the story of a Milton Keynes mum with three children who was unhappy with the home she'd been given for free by the council. Well, today we've heard the story of Aylesbury mum, Bianca Stacey, who lives with her partner in a shared house with eight other people. She's discovered she's pregnant, and since the landlord won't allow babies, she and her partner are now struggling to find a place to live. Well, both stories centre around local women who've started families despite not being able to stand on their own two feet financially. Well, I want to hear your reaction to this. Do you sympathise with women who get pregnant but can't afford housing? Pick up the phone, come on and have your say. Here's my telephone number. It's 08459 four double five five double five.
1: This is the JVS Show. On
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC news. It's one minute past nine. Here's Barry Caffrey.
0: Good morning. Three people have died in a collision between a lorry and a car in Bedfordshire in the early hours of this morning. The lorry caught fire after the impact which happened on the old A421 road. More details from Carol Abercrombie.
25: Police were called just before 10 past midnight where three people were pronounced dead at the scene. Two others have been taken to hospital. The road's closed between Brogborough and Marston-Mortain and police say it's likely to remain closed for several hours.
0: A pregnant woman from Aylesbury fears she could be forced to sleep on friends' sofas and floors if she's made homeless next week. Bianca is due to give birth in eight weeks' time but has been served notice to leave the private rented house that she shares with eight other people and her boyfriend. The landlord doesn't allow children in the house, so they have to move out on Tuesday. Scott Dawes is from Shelter.
22: It's increasingly common, um, not least because private renting has has gone through the roof in in recent decades. There are now sort of 11 million renters, um, and uh, the number of families in many areas renting has, has doubled in the last 10 years.